Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Barron, and as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I really do genuinely appreciate it. The fact that you take time out of your day means the absolute world to me. Now, I'm going to do something a little different than I normally would do today. As always, Brutally Honest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram's getting a bit more active. Uh, really been trying to focus on that and grow it, and it's been growing pretty successfully. Thank God you own a me- I own a media company. Um, secondly, um, website, new website is just, is basically done at this point. I'm waiting for release. I think I'm going to release it in the new year, new year, new me, that whole shtick. Um, but that's pretty much it. If you want to follow me, Harrison underscore Baron, I'd love to connect with you. If you have any ideas or you, you want to talk about the podcast, I would genuinely appreciate the talking or the messages of that you'll send me or anything like that. But I don't really want to talk too much about that today. I'm going to roll into something totally different, and it's related to my guests uh, on the show, my friend Lula Lucas and her friend Stacy. Um, Lula is a comic book artist, and Stacy uh, is her dear friend and b- probably one of her biggest supporters. And you could just see the love and passion um, for the both of them, both what Lula does as an artist and Stacy as a supportive friend. And they both actually work together, and you'll hear more about that in the show. But enough about that. What I really want to talk about is the holidays are coming, and I normally would never do anything like this. I I firmly believe in letting people choose what they want to do for the holidays or support whatever they want to support for the holidays. But I was specifically asked, and I'd be more than happy to mention this. So there is, for any of my Long Island listeners, a comic book store sorry i'm swallowing a lot also kind of i think i'm getting sick again i'm not too sure i can't win i was really sick a couple weeks ago and that's why the podcast wasn't up i didn't have a voice and i think it's coming back and i'm very nervous but there is a comic book store on the island called grasshoppers comics um it is located in i'll get you that information in one second but what they do is on uh, december God, I don't want to mess up the date. December 1st, Saturday. They hold an event. Um, each year they raffle off hundreds of prizes to raise money for the John Thiessen uh, Children's Foundation, JTCF, um, which fulfills holidays' wishes of terminally ill and unprivileged children in hospitals and shelters throughout Long Island. It's a very powerful charity. I don't mean powerful in the fact that, you know, they have money and stuff like that. Powerful meaning children need our help, in my opinion, more than anybody else in the world. I personally know that have people know people that have had the John Thiessen Foundation touch them, and they're doing a fun drive for basically bring down, from what it looks like at least, bring down toys, anything like that, anything you could donate, go hang out. Meet some really cool people that are really genuinely trying to change the world, kind of like what I'm doing or try to do in the podcast, and spend some time. Lula's going to be there as well, and she's going to be doing drawings and sketching all day with other, other artists and selling artwork to donate the money and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, last year, they raised $15,000 in one night and to help children and stuff like that. And like I said, I would never normally do this, ever. But I understand how important it is 
to have positive people and things in the world for kids, especially sick ones. And I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you can take time out of your day, whether it's to help that day or visit that day or write a check or donate a toy to children in need, especially sick ones, the power of being positive and being happy is so important when you're sick. It really is. I know tons of people that have been very sick and literally have been cured because of either nice gestures or been happy and that literally helps you get through either the sickness, the cancer, whatever it may be. And they fought and because of that positivity they got through. December 1st, Grasshoppers. I should probably tell you guys where it is. Let me I'm still, I gotta look that up still. But I know I kind of just went on a little tangent. Um, I do genuinely believe in it. Um, I'm actually going to go down. I'm going to stop by for a little while as well. So if you have never met me, it's maybe a time that you can meet me. Uh, if you've met me and you just want to help out, uh, stop by. I'll be there. I'd be more than happy to meet you. Um, I don't know if this is the right place, but... It's in Williston, if I'm reading this correctly, and I think I am. Um, it is in Williston Park, Hillside Avenue. I don't, what did I just get myself into? I'm just kidding. Uh, I will be there, but go support. It's cool. I don't know the hours. Um, I will actually put a link in the podcast description to go check it out. Also, I normally don't do that, but I really think that stuff like this can really change the world. And because of that, I will go and I will support. And I think it's for a really good cause. Now, back to the normal stuff. My guest tonight are my friend Lula and my friend Stacy. She is a rock star. She's a great friend. She's a rock star when it comes to art. She talks all about the transformation of her life and into art and overcoming fears, which I absolutely love. I love hearing stories like that. Um, and we just kind of, we hang out as always and talk about stuff and her friend Stacy is hysterical. Uh, we have a great time on the show. I don't want to spoil, I don't really want to spoil anything, but I think you guys are going to love it. I will give you a quick heads up. The first section of the show, I think it's like about 45 minutes or so. I'm an idiot. I messed up the audio. It was computer audio and not microphone audio. So the audio is not the absolute perfect best audio possible, but it's pretty good. And then after about an hour, it kicks right in, and it's the normal super high-quality stuff I try to provide to you guys. So that's the podcast. I hope you guys really enjoy it. I really hope you guys take time to stop down December 1st at Grasshopper Comics. I think I really do genuinely believe that it's going to have not only an impact on kids, but you have an opportunity to meet me. You get to meet Lula, who's, who's a guest on my show, and I want to spread that kind of stuff. I, I just genuinely believe in doing the right thing, and I think... And, and I know this is doing the right thing. So if you have time, that'd be cool. I'd love to see you there. Guys, I really hope you enjoy the show. And I'm sorry I got a little emotional. That's why it's a little longer than normal. Enjoy. See you. 
please, mom. I'm not gonna sing anymore because I'm an awful singer. Okay. But Stacy, you were just sharing uh, the How I Met Your Mother's version of your life. Yes. How I Met My Boyfriend. Mm, almost said it. I know. Stage I had to think work. About, I had to think about it for a second. You said it. You already slipped up. <laughs> Throwing you right under the bus. You hear that? <laughs> yep. Boyfriend, man, guy. Parth. Parth. That's his name. That is his name. That dude is blessed. I thought I had a good name. Parth. Parth. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. What's his last name? <laughs> <laughs> what nationality is that? He's um Indian. Okay. Jarth. Parth. Oh, Parth, Parth. Yeah. Jesus, Parth. God, that's such a cool name. All right, so you caught up, you caught the caught the uh, caught the bouquet. Yeah. Let's hear it. I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited. Had a wedding this weekend, and then uh, his friends pretty much staged it so that he would catch the garter, and then they all made a big deal. That he would catch it. Correct. Oh, so they right, knew. So then, yeah. So then everyone made a big deal about how we're the next couple to get married, and. <sighs> They were putting it on Snapchat, Parth and Stacey, 2020, you know. Those are good names. That is a... (laughs) (sighs) We could be S&P, like S&P 500. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. So, um, the How I Met Your Mother story slash boyfriend is I started working at Sweetwater in 2013, and I became friends with... Um, a couple that were from New Jersey. So that whole like loud Italian, that all was like new to me because I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So it's like, you know, we have just like white people. It's just, you know, <laughs> just like Midwesterners. That's it. So that. Indiana is beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. Super I, cold, but beautiful. It is super cold, but yeah. Yeah, it's nice there. So. Um, him sitting right behind me while I'm like trying to answer the phone was terrible. And I just turned around to him and I was like, can, can you just like talk normal? Like, cause the people on my phone can hear you talking to the people. This on is at phone. work. Yeah. And he oh, was just like, man. yeah. So from that day forward, like he just loved to pick on me and, and I gave it right back to him. And I think he maybe kind of appreciated that, that I didn't I yeah. wasn't just like, okay. And like real mousy about it. I was yeah. just like, you know. Go into you it. You want some of this? You gonna mess with me? Yeah. I'm gonna throw it right back at you. <laughs> right. So we became really good friends, um, and kind of, you know, he didn't have any family out there, so my family and me, we like, we kind of became his family out there, and so it's like we were literally always together. Um, and then, like two years later, he had this crazy Memorial Day party and invited all of his friends that he grew up with in Jersey to come out and stay with him. And Parth was there, and um, we hit it off at the party and, like, spent the whole weekend together, kind of, just hanging out and drinking and whatever. And um, we got each other's numbers, and he was texting me, but... This is in Jersey? No, this is in Indiana. Oh, okay. He came and stayed for the weekend. Okay. And so then after, you know, he went back to Jersey. Well, I guess he lived in New York at the time. Yeah, yeah, In Long Island. But he's originally from New Jersey. So he, you know, comes back here and we're like still talking and I didn't really think anything of it because it was like, you know, he's coming back here and I'm staying in Indiana, obviously. Of course. So um, he was very persistent. <laughs> he came back two weeks later oh, just wow. to hang out and see me. And uh, he asked me if, you know, I was, wanted to date and I was like, oh, I don't, 
Yeah, it's only a thousand, <laughs> couple thousand miles. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, nothing like short-term distance <laughs> relationships. Yeah, yeah. I had kind of already done that with a guy once, and it didn't work out well, obviously. And it was just like I had just gotten out of a super serious relationship, and I wasn't really looking to be in a relationship with anyone. And um, he was okay with me saying no. He continued to text me and talk to me. Came back two more weeks later to see me again. And I was just like, okay, like, this guy's pretty serious about, like, you know, wanting to date me. So I was like, okay, I was like, we can try it. If it doesn't work out, like, I'm going to step away, like, if I'm not comfortable. He was like, okay, that's fine. And so we tried to see each other once a month. So I would either come out here or he would come to Indiana. Wow. Yeah. How do you get off that much time from work? Um, I would just take, I would just like leave early on Friday and because it really worked out because, because, uh, my friends that I had made at Sweetwater were from Jersey, mm-hmm. they were coming back for different family events or something. And so I would just hitch a ride with him and I would chip in for gas. Wait, you would drive across the country <laughs> for this guy? Yeah. Well, he did the same for me. Parth, if you are listening, <laughs> you yeah. sir deserve a medal of honor. Yeah, so I drove here, or he would drive out to Indiana, and... Well, she's amazing, too. I mean... Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're just a cute couple. I love them. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah, after a year and a half... I would just hit rides with my friends that are going nonchalantly across the country. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so then he would come and God pick me damn. up in Jersey, and then we'd hang out in Long Island for the weekend, and then I'd ride back with them on Monday or Sunday or whatever it was. And then after a year... How many hours <laughs> long drive was that? Um, it depends how many times you stop. If you stop one time to get gas and go to the bathroom, you can make it in about 10 hours. If you stop a couple of times because your friends have a baby and now they got to like change the diaper and all that. You do so, realize there's only 72 hours in a weekend. Right, right yeah. So Including <laughs> having Friday off. Right, yeah. That is dedication. Mm. Yeah. So we did that for like a year and a half, and we decided to close the gap, and I moved out here. I am so mind blown. Like, and then she got a position at a law firm for a year. I dated a girl in Hicksville, <laughs> and forty minutes was far too far yeah, far from me. Yeah, that's Hicksville. It's far. She's driving across the country. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to Hicksville from out here. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> People like, yeah, oh, God, that's the worst part about owning your own business, I'm realizing. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, my office is in, uh, in Jericho. I'm like, great. Um, I'll be there So yeah. I guess we're never going to do business because yeah. I basically refuse to go past the, Nas- the Suffolk yeah. County border. Yeah, that's funny. It's awful. And then people are like, oh, yeah, uh, I work in New York City. I'm like, cool, well, where do you live? Because yeah, right. I'll just catch you on your way home because there's no chance I'm going to New York City. Like, unless we're spending the whole day together. I don't even like going to... I get out of the train at a Penn Station, and you walk up to, the, like, the the fresh air. We'll do air quotes. <laughs> and I immediately am like, oh, I feel dirty already. Like, I, I literally just got to New York City. It's 8 in the morning. I'm like, I just showered an hour, two hours ago, and I'm already dirty. The city is still cool to me. Because, you know, I've only lived here for, like, two years. So, no, that, like, it's still interesting. That place... That's also a cool city. Awesome. And it's, you could eat dinner off the the sidewalks. It is freakishly clean. Yeah, there, yeah. 
need to be that way. I, I, I haven't been to the city in a very long time, and two weeks ago I went, and same thing, when I come out of the train, Penn Station, all of a sudden I see crowds of people and, you know, caution tape everywhere, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go, cops everywhere, you know, I'm just so, like, you know, I'm not used to being in the city for a long time to come out to that, but... The lucky thing was Spider-Man Homecoming was being filmed, so I did get to see <gasps> his suit. I have pictures of it. I That's right cool. There. Yeah, it was really cool. So. And you're a little comic nerd. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is insane. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Not like, a bad I'm thing. I'm surrounded by comic books in my life lately. It's just everything's so, aligning. Yeah, so I want to hear about this whole story. About? I, well, for, well, you, <laughs> you want to hear? Well, we started out with, I brought you some art, and then it was like, oh, by the way, I used to never talk to anybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Well, that's not normal. Okay. And not that that's not normal. I was just like, um. Now I'm on a podcast. Now, now you're on a podcast. Literally, that's just. It's life, right? Oh. Uh, it's about facing challenges and facing fears. and getting Couldn't agree more. Everything. If you live in your comfort zone, you will never grow as a human. I'm never going to grow. I'm never going to meet amazing people. And if I didn't. And that goes with your waistline, too, for all the fluffy people out there like me. If you live inside your comfort zone, okay. KFC, you're never going to learn about tacos and burritos. All right? That's it. True. Just kidding. It's just jokes. <laughs> um, so I want to hear your story because now we heard uh, the longest distance relationship ever. that's ever occurred. <laughs> I'm just now my go, my sole goal in life to die happy is to find somebody that's like, oh yeah, I commuted to New York. We just drove across every every week. We, I took off a month a week of work <laughs> once a month, and I'm like, well, that's even more dedication than I yeah. could even imagine. Sure. Yeah. So where should I start about? I don't know. Her? at right now or what I do you're overcoming fears to talking to people to <laughs> uh, me not knowing that you had a hidden talent of art until like two weeks ago or so <laughs> um overcoming fears and you reach out to me by the way so just remember why you're in this hot seat all right all right, all right. <laughs> well you were the one that promoted you know that you would like to um you know, interview guests, you know, if you know anyone that's looking to interview, to, I was like, you know what, if you're looking for someone to be interviewed, I'm looking to be interviewed so I can get over this fear. Boom. And I would like to promote the event that I was just at, and I kind of like... It's you know, okay. I had too much going on getting right, getting this art ready, and I have, excuses, I have pieces excuses. for you. Oh, come on. You did bring pieces, so I, I can't did, complain. I did bring some artwork. The um, most amazing pieces. In short, in a short period of time. Um, just to go into that really quick, so we could... How was the event, by the it way? It was amazing. It was unbelievable. Um, you know, it was like one... I, I The first event I ever did, I've never been to Comic-Con. I was never one of those people. I always wanted to, but that goes along with the fear of speaking, also the fear of crowds, that kind of yeah. stuff. What was, what was that from, by the way? Uh, speaking or crowds? Both. Um, I don't like large crowds, just as a... Like, I could captivate everybody in a room, but, like, if there is, like, a, a large thing going on or an event going on, as soon as I have people touching me all the whole time... Not that I'm a, I have a fear of people touching me. I'm just like... Why is this enjoyable? I, like, yeah. I mainly go to drinking events. That's usually what I refer to. But concerts and stuff like too, where you're like yeah. a sardine. I'm like, this is this just went from fun to not fun. I like, what? Why did? Why is everybody so tightly packed? I know. I missed oh. out on some amazing concerts because of that fear. You know. I don't have a fear. I just don't like it. Like yeah. my my happiness level goes from like a hundred <laughs> to like ten, and I'm like, I need to get out of this either tent or facility or anything like that. I thrive in open spaces. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, the fear of speaking, I don't know. Maybe just upbringing. Sure. You know, 
stuff like that, but um, never having a chance to speak or wanting to speak. Um, I was always an artist, drawing, quiet to myself, introverted. Um, I used to express myself with my art, basically, sure. instead of communicating with my voice. Um, so you've always been doing art? Yeah, ever since I was able to hold a pencil. Um, I was able to draw and, and mimic. My first drawing ever, I'll never forget, is basically the cover of one of the VHS, you know, Disney um, covers of like Pinocchio or, or Dumbo, like back sure. in the day. So that was like 85, 86. Um, and for some reason, I, was, I had the uncanny ability to mimic the cover at five years old with no training or anything like that. Sure. Um, so ever since then, just doodling, I was always the kid in the class that was able to draw the best kind of kid, um, and then um, I wanted to pursue it. I mm. didn't have a chance to um, for reasons of you know financial, and also I had to um, unfortunately um, take care of my mom. She was going through breast cancer at the time and stay home with her. And then like nine 11 happened. There was like so much going on around that time. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm in Brooklyn at the time. And, um, so is that I, where you grew up? Yeah. I grew okay. up in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. Um, that's so weird. You have a fear of crowds, but you live in Brooklyn. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I wasn't in good parts of Brooklyn. Sure. I mean, not the best, but no, um, absolutely. You know, um, so then, yeah, so I kind of, and then I met my husband, uh, I met him on a cruise, and yeah. I want to hear this story. He, we already went through the long distance one, now you got to fire off this one. So, well, I'm stopping you in your tracks right now. So, I met him <laughs> around 24, so this is 2004, yes, I'm 38, <laughs> and, um, Killing it for 38. <laughs> thank you. And <laughs> yoga, and, uh, so. Shameless plug, yoga. <laughs> Did it because of yoga. Be healthy, yes. Um, so, yeah, we met um, when we were both 24 years old on a cruise. His family's there, my family's there, and we weren't even supposed to be there. He had a, an, a girlfriend at the time that he broke up with. I had a boyfriend at the time, um, and we'll get into that later. It does have something to do with the whole comic book stuff. And the whole what? Comic book stuff. Oh, well, it does have um, the reason why I, I, drew, I was drawing back then and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so then I met him and we, he asked me to marry him the first day. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. The first day he asked me to marry him. He, the first day you guys hung out. Yep. And down on one knee and everything at my wedding. No, more of like, will you marry me? Like, you know, at, in the, in the cruise at the bar. Um, I won't go through the whole thing. It's, it's, I like the story and everything like that, but, uh, the roulette table, we we met at a roulette table and. I, I put money on 17. He tells the story so much better. That's why. I never get... Usually at this point, he comes in and tells the story. I was just so. saying, yo, bring him in. <laughs> yeah. Call yeah. him. You gotta come in yeah. right now. Did you meet him? Like, yeah, you'll just say, oh, this is... Uh, this whole story makes sense. <laughs> I got it. I got yeah. it. He's yeah. just that kind of go Is he a super outgoing guy? Does, oh, my God. Does he do anything interesting? Yeah, he does a lot of Well, things. you're his wife. You're supposed to say that. Yeah. But no, like... No. The, oh, okay, good. He's just amazing. Tell him to come on the podcast. I'll have him on. I think... He would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, he's got some great stories. So, so yeah, I'm at the roulette table with my sister, and um, I put, I don't know, $5 on 17 and it hits. And uh, my husband's very, very um, attractive, handsome. And I, you know, he's, he's a good-looking dude. someone that, that you, yeah, you know, as a 24-year-old girl, it's like, okay, well, this is a nice-looking guy. Let me, 
he seems nice. You know, he's not um, creepy looking. I was, I was, I'll be honest, I was in love with him. So, um, so I sit down and I put the money on there and, and 17 hits and then I take the money away and it's, it comes out again. So the first words out of his mouth was like, who does that? You know, why would you take the money away after you win? You're supposed to keep the money. You take your winnings and keep your money. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I already knew that he was from Brooklyn from his voice. So I'm like, where are you from? You sound like you're from Brooklyn. He's like, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. And he was like, still like <laughs> adamant about the fact that I took my money away. So basically <laughs> from day one, we've been like, you know, back before <laughs> yelling at each other and stuff like that. Um, but yes, ever since then, we, um, we've been inseparable. So that wow. was about... That was the definition four, of love 14, at first sight. 14 years. Yeah. So my sister was actually there. And that whole night, you know, we, you know, I, I hung out with him and we, we just spoke and talked all night and we just really obviously connected. And then when I went back to my room, my sister was like, who's that boy? You know, I, I really, I didn't get his name. I, so were you on the cruise with your boyfriend? I was on the cruise with my sister and her two kids. My boyfriend was at the time was supposed to go, but he couldn't. And Damn. Yeah. Yes. He messed up. Yes. So Never let him out of your sight. He... <laughs> That's it. Moral of the story, well, gentlemen. If no, you're listening, no, it, it worked out for the better. You gotta understand. Of course, of course. A, there was, you know, we were we were like more friends, and sure. we were together for two years, and it was kind of like on its way out. Anyway, mm -hmm. obviously, if I, sure. you know, the... yeah, if you're going to roulette tables and just picking up dudes <laughs> to marry, it's like, all right, man. I'm kind of single because you ain't here to watch me. So no, this ring, this finger doesn't have a ring on it yet. Who wants it? Oh God. No, but um. Rolling back to 2004. What a year to be alive. Oh man, it was amazing. <laughs> so um, I won't say what I was doing. Oh God. So yeah. I wasn't even born yet. I'm just kidding. Stop. Oh my just God. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> there are. It's weird though. There are people that are like. That's why I said I'm not gonna say what I was doing in 2014. Uh, no, it's weird. Uh, kids now are learning about 9-11 as a historic event. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. So going back to the room, my sister asked me, you know, what happened? You were talking to that boy for so long. Um, and I didn't know his name. And I told her, he asked me to marry him, you know. And she's like, what? So at my wedding, she was my maid of honor. And she said, basically, that we weren't sure if he was the one or he was, you know, crazy, crazy to yeah. do that. And obviously, you know, the jury's out and that he's absolutely yeah, crazy. That he's absolutely <laughs> the one. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, that was, that's how we met and we've been together ever since. So coming from Brooklyn, he, you know, both of us, and now we live in Long Island and he's a successful business owner. I'm successful at my career at Serini. Um, you know, you can give them a shameless plug if you want. It's, yeah, well, they're a big part of my life. I've been with them for 10 years. I was going to say, they play a huge part in your life. Huge part, you know, and uh, I have... Ken Serena, if you're listening, you're on next, yeah, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely developed my skills, you know, in marketing because of uh, Ken Serena and, you know, his vision and... Uh, direction so i didn't realize how much of a visionary that dude is until oh like God. i like started to like really creep and i'm like god damn ken serini yeah 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 oh shit i'm just i sit behind a computer all day and all of a sudden now i like i'm a volunteer firefighter uh eagle scout like the whole night i try to do like as much as i can 
And then I look at Ken Serena and I'm like, no. not playing down hard enough. We got to, uh, you know, I got to I gotta get dirty. I got to get back in the sandbox here. Shit. I'm busy 24-7. Yeah, imagine working for him. Yeah. I can only imagine. I feel like the never good enough. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it could, it could go so many ways. It could either be like, this is going to be awesome, yeah. or I'm going to hate my life because yeah. nothing's going to work out well. Like, hey, Ken, by the way, I just want to let you know, uh, we, re- we replicated the SpaceX rocket, and we're going to go to Mars. Yeah, not good enough. We should have gone to Jupiter, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. You know? We didn't have a budget for it. Make a damn budget for it. I don't know. Something like that. I've only had a handful of conversations with him, but. That is great. He really is. The dungeon. There. Um, he cares about his staff a lot, you know. He that he does, does, big time. He does, he does. And nonprofits, he's uh, he's huge one in the of nonprofits. The biggest advocate for them. Yeah. He's down in the trenches with them. Yeah. You know, and it's not a very good time for them. Um, and he created the Imagine Awards. Yep. Yep. Something that we get to celebrate once a year and showcase what. Yeah, it just happened, didn't it? Uh, May. Every May we do it. Okay. Um, the applications are, I was going to say, I saw something about it. Yeah, I didn't know if it just passed or it was coming up. The applications are due November 28th, so if you know of any nonprofits or if you'd like to nominate a leader that's in a nonprofit, um, definitely go to our website. Sure. I hate to plug this in, but it's it's good for them. If they get to apply and, and it, they make it to the finalist round, they're getting a free video and $5,000 if they win, um, plus all the promoting of it and the sure. post events. Have you ever had somebody win twice in a row? I'm trying to think two years in a row, maybe, but not in the same. Like, we have five categories. We have innovation, rising star, social impact, um, leadership, and now the arts and culture award. So we've had finalists that were in two categories because they applied for two different programs. You know, there's some amazing organizations on Long Island. Um, So, yeah, if you go to www.imagineawardsli.com, or just Google it, Long Island Imagine Awards. You'll learn so much about it, and definitely contact me if you have questions. Sure. No, it's cool. It's yeah. definitely cool. Um, all right. So now that we just plug Ken Serini yeah. and Serini Associates. Um, Won't be here. Now he's got to come on. Now that he's been, he's under the bus now. Um, all right. So you got two guests coming up. Yeah. So maybe this parts, is good. Maybe parts. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, yeah. He, I just want him on because of his name. Him, right? Yeah. God, his I name. I can't wait to tell him that you love it. <laughs> there is not many people that I know that have, like, pardon my French, but badass names. Mm-hmm, yeah. God, like, he struck gold. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love my name. Like, people are like, oh, Harrison. Like, oh, it's a pretty powerful name. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, and then you get, like, Mike or Bob. Like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and then you get people like Parth, and you're like, oh, dude, like. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. Like, you could do anything with that name. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you could, you could be semi-okay at something, but with that name, it's like, yeah, I barely got through med school. I'm like a brain surgeon. My name's Parth. You're like, yes. (laughs) Like, I don't know what accomplishments or goals or things like that you've done, but I need you to do my surgery. Now, I've killed like 12 people. No, I need you to do my, a name like Parth that's worth dying for. Like, oh, anything. That dude could crush it. He's going to love this. Yeah. Crush it. That is like, that is probably one of the coolest names I ever heard. Oh, boy. Thank you. I love it. I'm so, I'm so into it. Um, <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit. 
Uh, I've never heard it before, too. It's not all, that's also not common when I hear a name that I've never heard before. Have you ever heard Lula? No. No. Sorry, it just doesn't carry the weight as Parth, though. Not to rain on your parade. I like Lula. Lula's like a happy name. Like, you hear somebody, oh, hey, my name's Lula. I'm like, wow, you, I feel like your entire life is just sunflowers and cheer. And rainbows. But Parth, you're like, this dude could literally do anything and conquer the world. I used I to know. know what it means, but now I am blanking. So we're going to have to Google that. Have to, we can Google that. I'll just text his mom. What do I, what do I Google? Parth definition? <laughs> Parth meaning? Parth name meaning? Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll find out for you. Okay. Yeah, find out, please. Because I don't know if there's an Indian version, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, there's so many dialects yeah. and different languages in India. So you have to... Um, you know, speak his... Sure. Um, alright, so I want to talk about comics and cartoons and... Are you into it? Yeah. Like, what, what's your, uh, favorite character? So I don't watch, I don't read comics. That's I, I watch it. Uh, I saw Venom the other day. What did you think? We're, we both saw it. This is my Venom. Alright, so I feel like okay. I should just immediately disclose there's gonna be massive spoiler alerts. Yes. Um... Right now. So if you're listening and you haven't seen Venom and you plan on seeing Venom, stop the podcast now and skip forward like 10 minutes. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. I, I won't be able to hold it. Because I know that we're going to go down a deep, dark path right now. Are we? Um, first of all, holy shit. I thought it was a great movie. Mm, I thought too. I thought that Tom Hardy could have been a little bit better of an actor. Um, there were also some parts in the movie that didn't... As far as like a video production goes... We're poor, like when she's talking to him and she just got fired and she drops her stuff, something falls out of the box, but then when she's leaving, there's nothing, she doesn't pick anything up and there's nothing there. And I was like, I, like oh, really? Nobody saw that when yeah. you guys made, like just simple the little things like that. are paid so much money. Exactly. Like, I'm, job I don't even watch house. movies. Like, so when I see a movie, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, ever, my friends could say it sucks, it's the worst movie ever. I have a, I have a friend, he's a movie snob. Like... He could recall anything that happens in a movie. That movie, I was just like, but like, it. Did, she she didn't pick up what she dropped. She may have. They did cut out a lot of scenes. They did. Yeah, that's I the other thing I heard that. too. Uh, so Tom Hardy got interviewed after the showing of the the movie, and they're like, oh, you know, what were, what was your favorite part of the movie? He goes, the 30, 30 to forty minutes that they took out. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Wow. That's a lot of time to take out. Yeah. One and two, the fact that your favorite part of the movie is taken out. Super sad. The movie also did feel very rushed. I feel like it could have easily been longer, probably because they cut it out. It also, yeah, Yeah, the battle scenes were so poor. Yeah, they could have been. They they were so like almost almost there. You know, I loved it still. I'm sorry. The end. I I did love it. Uh, Not the end. Um, the part where he's fighting. um, Riot. Riot. Like it was so short, and I was like, this this creature massive spoiler alert, comes from literally the other side of the country, makes it to you, mm-hmm. and the biggest fight between the two antagonists and protagonists, right, I think that's yeah, the right yeah, terms, yeah. is like four minutes long. Yeah. I'm like, what is this shit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, they did do some cool stuff where you could like see Tom Hardy and the, yes. the other guy. You know, 10 out of 10. Apart that was really cool. That was awesome. But I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just like you had all this time yeah. Like, you don't even see him throughout the entire movie, and then right at the end he appears to fight Venom. And I'm like, 
that's it? That's all you guys got? Like, yeah. you didn't even know who it was until... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Until and literally the end. So short is like, I don't understand that either because you know, that like, hardcore Marvel fans will be in the movie theater as long as the movie is. You know yes. what I mean? Like, no one's going to be like, oh, that movie was two hours, 30 minutes. Like, no. No, yes. one's gonna, no one's going to care. And, like, the other things, too, that I didn't like was Venom states his weaknesses, which I'm like. Why would you say your weakness? You should have people find that out. He's like, oh, you know, sound frequencies from X to X, and then fire are my weaknesses. They had to make sense out of the riot scene, you know? Yes. To build up. But I'm like, that's what you do to declare, like... It's not even a real story. The whole riot is not in the comic books. He is a part of it, isn't he? I mean, I heard that it's, it's it was just made up for that. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm sure you probably get some. Oh, I did a ton of research on the movie beforehand. Um, but like, there was five of them that came down, and Ven- and they could be, um, what is it? Uh, the the word one you can self reproduce, um, whatever it is. But you know, there's five. I think brothers or something like that. And Venom's one of them. Um, I like the kind of humor that they put in, you know, oh, you know, why am I, oh, I'm kind of the loser in the group. Like, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny, you know. Relatable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. I'm a total loser. <laughs> uh, yeah. All comedy people are like, yeah, that's me! I'm gonna kick ass! Um, that was very loud. Uh, all for effect, though. That I didn't like. I was just like, ugh, like, there was just so many things that it was like, that was so cool. And then there were so many other things that I'm like... It sh- and I definitely, I firmly, firmly, firmly believe it should have been rated R. Like they could have well, made that why. movie yeah. so much better. And it's all for the DVD. They're make they're gonna have the R-rated DVD. Did you hear that, or you're just speculating? I'm speculating. That oh, that's I what hope to God. They do because look what they did with Deadpool. Um, you know, they made the PG-13 version of it so that. I don't think no Deadpool was rated R both times. In the theater, in the theater, they're gonna release they're gonna a PG-13 release DVD for the kids so that. Oh, oh wow! Like the opposite, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so they're probably gonna do the, the sales. I really hope so because I'd really be I curious to see. I oh, I would. See the I would absolutely. That Ed Hardy was excited about. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think everybody does. Yeah, I was and super. See Venom different. eat heads instead of. You know, cutting the scene the away. Scene? Yeah. I want to see. I don't that. even care about the, the 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 cutting of the heads, but like, just him and his like natural form basically of like you know i need to feed instead of like oh what is there oh this is dead food you know whatever it is you know and i think the part in the restaurant could have been done better yeah um when he's eating the lobsters and stuff like that i was just like really that's it like i would have changed into venom to eat not stayed as tom hardy trying to eat like that like there's little things like that that i'm like and then you see venom like uh you see venom swim and venom swims a million miles an hour and then he Tom, and then jumps out and it's not Venom but like that's the only time you see him swim like there, I just feel like there was so much more they could have done yeah. and they didn't yeah. and the other thing I don't like either is the ending when uh, Woody Harrelson says like oh there's gonna be Carnage I'm like okay I get it because there's another one of you called Carnage but like well that's him you know that right who Woody Harrelson is gonna be Carnage yeah yes and apparently, like, Venom gives birth to Carnage or something like that, or some kind of thing like that. But what I didn't like is there's nothing to talk about how Woody Harrelson got there, which is fine, but you're going to give him two minutes at the end as a cliffhanger and just say there's going to be Carnage? 
Well, yeah, I mean... I was just like, you could have played it off, like, instead of making that scene two minutes, five minutes. Like, jump into the future, you know, how does Woody Harrelson get there? Mm -hmm. And then, like, kind of give, like, a better teaser, because I'm just like, if I didn't know about, like, all of them... Oh, no one would understand. Nobody would understand that. So, from an outside person just saying, like, oh, you know, the movie looks cool... Yeah. You kind of... I feel like that two minutes at the end of every Marvel movie, though... Is for like the real like diehard yeah, fan fans service. that yeah. know. I agree. Exactly but they could have just done it so much better, yeah. you know, like either him going on a killing streak, like you know, foreshadow or uh, foreshadowing. I don't know, jumping back to the past mm-hmm. where like you know something happened and now he's there, and then you know Eddie Brock comes up to him and then he says that like something like a scene and then it you know. Let's say a really bad scene happening, you know, claw marks and cars, things like that, or whatever it may be, and then like it goes, like the camera pans into like a well, a building, and then that building turns into the jail, and then there he is, like carving his name, like carving carnage and blood, and then I would have been like, okay, I get it now, but like, I feel like the way they they did it was just so poor. So you weren't upset that Spider-Man wasn't in it or anything? No. I talked to a lot of artists and stuff like that. A lot of people I didn't were, like, think sp- upset that Spider-Man wasn't in it. I didn't think Spider-Man was going to be in it at all. Yeah, I think um, he held his two feet up. Like, he was able to stand on his two feet, Venom, without Spider-Man, because yeah. they were always yeah. together. I mean, I, think, I, I, I think enjoyed cool it a for, lot. Uh, for so I heard, this is what I've heard so far, because I spent a lot of time on the internet. They had to make this movie PG-13, because Venom's going to have to fight Spider-Man at some point. Yep. Um... Which I still think they could have made it R and then dialed it back for that exactly. movie. Exactly. Just like they did with Deadpool. Yes, which I think would have been probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. So I think that was done bad, and I think the next movie, if the next movie succeeds, I think they'll make maybe one more Venom movie, or they'll split it off to go into two directions. So they'll, then there'll be Spider-Man and Venom, and then they'll just be Venom. Yeah. And then they'll kind of go back and forth. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. But that's my we'll thoughts see. on the movie. We'll see. Um, I just feel like the whole plot line was done. It was really fast. And really fast. I didn't like her wig. Whose wig? <laughs> His girlfriend in the movie. It was so annoying Tom to me. Hardy's girlfriend. Tom Hardy's girlfriend. Tom Hardy's girlfriend. See, like, guys, I would never know that. Oh, God. You could definitely tell it was fake. I don't like that. Yeah. It's like low budget. These are all signs of low budget, you know? And well, CGI is... The most expensive thing in the world. Yeah, well, they skimped in a lot of areas, you know. I'd be curious. Well, so then, then it brings back to the, to the statement of, did they skimp or was what they cut out the best parts of the movie? Because you wouldn't even care about that wig if the rest of the movie was killer. True. True. We probably wouldn't have noticed. True. You know, okay, so you, you give it a pass, like that little box yes. thing. Okay, you give it a pass. You know, honestly, who gives a shit about the hair? Like... Screw her hair. You know, shit's blown up and this and that and the other thing. Like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. That was my big to-do with it. And I was just like, at the end, I was happy I saw it. It played pretty well into the comics from what I've read and stuff like that. And, and I did a ton of research before the movie. And then, but I just felt like, I'm like, ah, it could have been done so yeah, much better. better. Especially for the first real enemy, yeah. Yeah. like hey, dark side yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, almost ever, and that's what you come up with? Yep, anti-hero. You and know? It was the first comic book I ever bought. 
um, Venom. It's, you know, I come from a generation where... Bring this a little closer. Sorry. Uh, I come from a generation that comes from, you know, where comic books started to really change and evolve, you know, back in 91, 92, and that's when, you know, Venom came out, and, you know, Tom McFarlane started, you know, drawing Spider-Man and stuff like that, and, and then... Um, Spawn came out, like everything started to be different than the classic style of comic books that you used to see, where everything was just very, very tight and, you know, um, not what you see today. You know? Sure. Um, very modernized. So, um, Venom was a big deal to me because it's the one that really attracted my eye. The colors sure. were shiny, you know, mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I was really looking forward to this, and I, I definitely enjoyed it. I came home, I was really happy with it, um, you know, but you go back and you start to think, like, maybe they could have did a little better here, better there. Sure. What was that? The initial reaction at the end, I was like, okay, good movie. Yes. yes. Happy I, I saw it. it. Yeah. Great movie. I, I didn't hate it. it. Would I watch it again? Yes. yes. That's probably one of the few movies that I would watch again. I thought like it was. You miss out stuff. You but know? I'm like, this could have been so like, yeah. Yeah. we could have, you know, it's. I would rate it probably a solid seven. Yeah. You know, seven out of ten. Yeah. I agree. And with just a little bit more, and whoever who knows what that thirty to forty minutes that's cut out is, it could easily have been a ten out of ten. Right. Easily, you know, at, at least a nine out of ten, and it, and I think. The sad part is, like the Green Lantern, they only made one of them because Green Lantern sucked. Mm -hmm. You know, where I'd be, I'd be so distraught if they only made two Venoms. Yeah. You know, I feel like it could easily be its own series. What did you think of the actual Venom, like his his face, his design? I know? thought it was badass. I loved it. I think. He, like you said, it'll keep going, and that's the main important thing, yeah. is how they presented him, because I was worried about that. I was worried about how he was going to be perceived, and, and how he was going to move, and the whole banter between him and, you know, um, I forgot his name. Eddie. Right. Eddie. Uh, <laughs> the whole banter between him. Yeah. I loved it. You I kinda, thought it was great. You kind of felt like you were listening to their conversations, sure. and you were right there. Sure. And when, you know, certain things happened to Eddie, you were like, oh my god, you know, or something happened to Venom. It was, it was, I thought that was good. They yeah. definitely connected to the audience yes. as a comic book fan would. Agreed. Yeah. And they kind of, they kind of made you care about yeah. Venom a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it was kind of silly too. Some parts where yeah. like, you know, he's in his room and you know, put he puts his hands up. He's like, no hands down. You're yeah. making me look yeah. weak. And I was like, oh, that's kind of comical. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. And you killed everybody, <laughs> which is fine. And what I would have, and like this is the part of this thing that I would have loved to see him. You know, I don't necessarily care if he eats all the heads, but I would have loved to see like a pile of bodies. Like, okay, you know, if the heads are a little too gruesome, fine. Right. But show like the pile of bodies, and you don't have to show their heads, but show the pile of bodies stacked up in the corner of the room, and maybe some blood marks. Like, yeah. Yeah. that little fraction would have just been like, oh my god. Yeah, I know. It would have just given that like, oh, this dude's so badass. <laughs> Instead of, like, the, you know, he just leaves. Right. You know, I'm like, really? Really? That's that's what you do? Yeah. I kind of feel that I So, I used to watch, like, Spider-Man and X-Men and all that stuff, like, sure. after I got home from school. But I was never into the actual comic books. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know a lot of these, like, backstories, like, what Lula does. And um, I don't... I like the characters. I don't always have, like, the same connection to them that she does. 
Um, so, like, in some ways, like, I'm kind of glad that I don't have that because, like, the movies are enjoyable to me. Sure. I, re- I really like them. And I don't like um, – I have another friend, um, Chrissy, that's, like, super into the comic books and everything. And she, ha- she has, like, a lot of the same feelings – like what Lula does and the same connection to the characters and she critiques the movies like this sure, too, you know? Sure. Um, so I, but I'm like always happy with all of them cause like it's kind of like new to me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like hearing it from Lula's perspective too, about how, you know, iconic these people are, or these characters are to her sure. and, and that kind of thing and seeing it come out I actually had a, a, a big fear that Venom was going to be too similar to what they did with um, the old one, the old Venom with the original. Uh, I didn't see it. I didn't see Spider-Man 3. Um, right. That was the, what's that kid's name? Uh, Toby Maguire. Yes. Yeah. Like Venom in that. I heard it was shady and. Shady, dark, which I thought was cool. I was all in that. The, the problem that I saw with that is CGI wasn't there yet. Right. You know, really wasn't where, you know, it is today. So, like, for me, I saw that and I was like, you're building a giant man out of sand. Right. But Venom can't be a little more badass. Thank you. Like, that was my disconnect. And then, like, this one came out and I was like... Oh, hello. We woke up. Thanks to modern technology, Venom's going to look like a total killer now. Thank you. Like what he was originally supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and I think he definitely could have been a little more ruthless, too. Like, he was a little too nice, which I'm like, alien symbiote trying to take over the world. They were going to kill the whole human race anyway, and you're sparing people? Why? That was my other... But maybe that's like the, the Eddie Brock part. Of, I mean, I guess Venom doesn't really have any Eddie Brock parts, but, like, that's, like, the... Release. Like, the... Or, like, what they learned from each other, kind of. Yes, you know? but in the beginning... Yeah, yeah, in the beginning. You know, he gets sick, right. and he says, like, you know, I want to defend your planet. Why? Because of you. You know, okay, great. But beforehand, like, in the initial fight scene, like, when he's putting his hands up, like, dude, kill them all. Like, what? Like, <laughs> like you are an alien that just took over. Like, and this dude has obviously no control over you. Act like it. Yeah. You know, be a little badass. You know, Deadpool is getting shot left and right. Yeah, I see. Carnage, you can't even show him killing people. Why? Sad. Sad. That's my thoughts on Venom. I feel deeply about this, by the way. (laughs) So pat. Lou's like, well, I wasn't expecting any of this. Okay. This is kind of weird. Okay. No, that was uh, was a great conversation. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Did you guys miss anything? No. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of curious to know when the next one's already coming out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I haven't heard any. God. So, let's talk about these these present day, in the room, (laughs) in the feels moment right now. You brought a little iPad Pro? Yeah. iPad? iPad Pro? Yep, the game changer. My husband bought it for me last year. Such a good guy. Oh, my God. It's a good thing he married you right on the spot. (laughs) We passed by that chapel in the the cruise. You know, the cruises have chapels. What cruise line was it, by the way? Carnival. You cheaped out. Miracle. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I'm from Brooklyn. (laughs) I'm from Brooklyn. What do you expect? I'm just kidding. I like Carnival cruises, personally. Except they limit you on how many drinks you can have. 
Oh yeah. They do. Uh, you I don't ten, know ten, ten drinks a day on your card, even yeah. if, if even if you have the unlimited drink package. Because who in their right mind is supposed to drink seventy drinks in a day? I mean, a, in a week. Well, this guy does, thankfully. Thank. Thankfully. <laughs> my liver can handle it. I've already put that to the test. Yeah. Um. But have you gone back on the miracle? Have you like taken a little trip down memory lane? No, we we did get married on a cruise <gasps> to. To the city. It was leaving Queens. Wait, and it's what? like one of those New York cruises where it circles the city and you get to go really close to the um, Statue of Liberty. Uh, yeah, so That's I got, really I got cool. married on a boat, yeah. And it was really nice. It was done really. Tell them what day you got married on. August, oh. August 17th. Eight. You know, roulette table. Yeah, because I won money on 17th. You should have done 517. Why? Because you put $5 down. I know. I <laughs> know. Okay. Plan a little better, Lula. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god. I think it was amazing that August seventeenth was the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh wait, did, did was the cruise on August seventeenth, the original cruise that you guys no, met on? No, oh. no, not at all. Oh, I didn't know if August played a part in it other than just the seventeenth. No. Uh, but yeah, it was. Um, Five seventeen would have been like on the money. Noted. <laughs> next time. Next time. Yeah. For the next guy. Just kidding, Andrew, just <laughs> now, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, I had friends that dated because I told them that the date, I uh, I forget what it was. I think it was like 11, 12, 13 or something like that. And I was like, I don't want to say who it was, but I'm like, hey, this is a really good date for like an anniversary and stuff like that. Oh, and he's wow. like, okay. And he asked his girlfriend to be his girlfriend on that date. That's so cute. Didn't work out, but hey, uh -huh. whatever. <laughs> Uh, it was still cool. God, yeah. okay, relax. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> God. It was a cool date. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about comics now. You bought me the iPad last year. Okay. Because I stopped drawing for a long period of time. <gasps> Why? Yeah. Um, well, I just, I got out of the whole comic book scene and stuff like that. I, I was really into it. Um. Why? What, what, what happened? Well. Just busy at, or? Well, at the time, the, uh, my ex-boyfriend that, you know, I was dating, he was really into it and. Um, he knew somebody very um, high up in Marvel, um, so we used to get, you know, premiere tickets to Spider-Man. Oh wow! Yeah, The Punisher when it came out, so sure. I got to go to the Ziegfeld Theater and it was oh, pretty wow. cool, yeah, to go and, and actually meet the actors and stuff like that. And so I was, I was starting to. Used them well. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> kidding, not. just kidding. But um, I definitely enjoyed that part. Um, and then I just stopped after that for a long period of time. Um, I was lucky enough, I was fortunate enough to actually still keep the connection with Marvel. And um, I was able to show my portfolio sure. to Joe Casada, who is the creative, um, well, at the time he was the chief editor of Marvel. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he gave me some tips and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I had lunch with him, and it was great. It was, it was definitely a, a great experience. Um, so fast forward uh, years later, um, I, you know, I kind of just penciled here and there and drew some stuff, but I always wanted to get into the digital world. I always wanted to color, and back then, you'd have to have, like, these huge tablets, you know, that were, like, two grand and above, the software behind it, the CPU behind it, and it's just, it's not... Oh, to get into to get drawing into digitally. digitally. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. You know, so Apple made this amazing iPad Pro last year mm -hmm. with the pencil that has an amazing ability of, 
you know, sensitivity to the, the touch and feel of an actual pencil. Sure. Um, so from practicing on it on my own and taking online tutorials, following artists that were just amazing to me, um, there's so much out there now on sure. YouTube, you know, that you could learn on your own. I was able to mimic their techniques and create my own stuff and then also use it for, um, you know, maybe taking artwork that a professional artist has created so that I could learn the shading and learn how to use, you know, whatever lines they used and recreate their cover, let's say, of a, of a comic book. Um, wow, that's yeah. pretty reverse engineering. Yeah. So I went from like, and it's pretty hard to go from pencil to digital. I, I can to, only imagine. I could talk to art, I even talk to artists now that are like real comic book artists that they're just starting to get into the iPad Pro and using it because it's portable. It's is the iPad Pro like the leader in the... I think it is. I think I think most artists do. I see them all the time that you don't see them with the other, um, I guess the other one is the Microsoft uh, Surface, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. The Surface Hub though. <gasps> oh. Uh, well... It's it's insanely expensive, yeah. but like it has the little turn thing. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm unaware. Oh, so you coming from the tech I background? But it's this massive thing, and you could literally lay it down. It has a something like this, and you basically stick it to the screen, and the screen knows, and you could literally just turn it and pick your colors off of a color wheel. It's very impressive. Yeah. That's yes. Cool. Probably way overkill for ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people, but yeah. Continue. Um, so then, Tech rant. <laughs> so after practicing um, for at least nine months, I went from like pure garbage to actually something that looks like takes a, a long takes a long time to learn. Yeah, long Some time layers, to learn. you know, I don't have any proper technical training, so these are concepts that are picked up by students that are trained in you know these, sure. these colleges and stuff like that easily, and I don't have that. So I have to teach myself on my own and figure it out, which was a long road. Now now I'm creating art and also learning. Um, and then all of a sudden I found out about a convention called InBeyondCon. And that... InBeyondCon? Yeah, that's for independent artists. So it's no pressure. It's a small convention. It's I-N-B-E-O-N. And it's basically for our independent artists only. No big guys are there. No professionals. Like you know, so there's no intimidation. And I spoke to the person that handles all of it, the creator, um, Eric H Hutchinson, and I told him my story. How I always wanted to get back into it. Now I have an iPad Pro. I have some stuff, you know. And he helped me along the way. He gave me a table. And he also, cosplay. Yeah, they have cosplayers in there, and it was pretty cool. Um, and I got to meet some amazing people. Um, I, I met fans that contact me to, till today. And this was, you know, this was about two and a half months ago. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they're contacting me for, like, custom work. Sure. Um, commissions and stuff like that. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to meet somebody um, that was creating another convention called the Suffolk Com Comic Art Expo, which happened last Saturday. His name is Phil, and I met him there. Uh, we were talking back and forth a little bit because I did find out about the show because now I'm interested in, in conventions. People are telling me about it. So he came to the show. He came to Indian Con with his two beautiful daughters, and we met. He met my husband. Um, you know, and I was talking to him about. His oh, your event. husband goes with you too? Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah, he's so, so supportive. supportive. So, so, uh, yeah, he sees me draw all this stuff, and he wants to make sure. Stace that... is like, oh, he's the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. They're like inseparable. I told you. Yeah, yeah. They they're, they're um, about like 10 years older than Parth and I, so we have like a great example in Andrew and Lula, like what couples do for each other and what marriage yeah. is. We also have great examples Thank from you. both of our parents, but... Parth, um, you hear that? <laughs> he says it all. Yeah, he's, he's the, he's, he says it all. Yeah, man. I mean, he's, been, he's been friends with them longer than yeah. I've known them. Okay. So, you know, his, yeah. his love for them goes, you know, a little further back than mine, but... Um, yeah, he's like our... He's our fam. Yeah. Our yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Phil... Uh, asked me if I was interested in being at his show and that was pretty intense because if you look at his show uh, there was some Wait, hold on one second. artists there so I was just sorry. Alright, continue. Uh, so Phil asked me to be at his show and that was pretty intimidating because there were artists already lined up sure. in his alley that were professionals and mm. you know people that worked for that did co- you know work for marvel and dc and had their own comic books um so if you take a look at his artist alley um it's pretty amazing what's an artist alley that's the lineup of the artists that are going to be at the show so there'll be vendors so vendors can be comic book stores or those toy collectible stores anything in that whole like comic book genre and then they'll have artists there so artists are there to sell their prints or um, actual originals or their comic books that they're doing or that they're involved with Um, also having um, commissions so that they'll draw right there live sketches sometimes or if you tell them you know i really want something and you tell them beforehand, you connect with them, and then they'll have it there for you so that you could pick it up. That's really cool. Yeah, and take a picture with them sure. and stuff like that. So they'll have, like, something done that take, you know, takes a pretty, you know, decent time to sure. do instead of, like, a quick sketch. Um, so, yeah, and, and I was, you know, honored to be a part of the show, and it was, you know, I had two months to prepare for it now. So instead of just two weeks – for Con, which was crazy to start preparing for that every night, just drawing, because I'm working a 40-hour job at Srini, too, and also teaching yoga. Um, so Now, why did you want to prepare for the expo? Like, what would you prepare? Like, well, you want would... – now you're – you want to have stuff that's catching eyes and, mm-hmm. you know, new stuff, sure. stuff that wasn't only at Con because you understand we're – Long Island's a – you know, it's the same people. It's the same community. They're sure. going to go to one show and, you know, the next show and stuff like that. So you want to try new stuff and plus also finish the stuff that you've been working on that maybe you kind of put to the side. Now you have more time to sure. clean it up, make it better, promote it, you know, through um, Instagram and stuff like that. So um, so I was able to get a, you know, pretty nice table full of stuff um, ready for the show. All stuff that you made. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I actually do put artwork on canvases, so that kind of sets me a little bit apart from the other artists there. Like, I can actually other have people a... people don't do that? Yeah, you don't really see that. You'll you'll see more of the, the, the traditional prints Prince. and stuff like that, but I can put artwork because I can... I have a great company that will take my artwork and print it on canvas, and so they can be, you know, small 8x8 or 12x12 or even oh, wow. bigger. Yeah. So it looks pretty nice for a show when you have 
the same artwork that's on a print that's also on a canvas and now you don't have to frame it sure. it could be a nice gift for somebody and it's really reasonably priced it's not i'm not trying to kill anyone on it because i'm a new artist and sure a lot of it's fan art too i mean it's just you know my interpretation of that character mm -hmm. and done either digitally or by pencil so um so yeah i mean along the way i've met some amazing people people that have been supporting me you know and, and pushing me on Instagram um, I started off with like maybe a hundred followers two months later now I'm up to 400 and something mm -hmm. so that's all organic those are all probably people that I actually <laughs> connected sure, with sure. they're not um, bots or anything like that or so it's pretty cool um, so before this show that happened on Saturday, um, you should put your Instagram handle on every piece of art, by the way. Yeah. On the back. Yeah. For sure. You'd be surprised how many people, uh, or like where you sign. I'm starting to see this a lot, um, where artists will do right below the signature at, you know, hmm. whatever their their name is on Instagram or what their social media handles. Well, it's Love by Lula and. A lot of things I do sign and dedicate, and I'll put that information or give them my card along with the artwork. Yeah, so, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I try to. Um, it was so much fun. It was really nice to meet a lot of the artists there. Um, everyone, I feel like they see, they either see themselves in you, kind of like, you know, I was there, so they mm -hmm. want to give you some tips or give you a marker maybe sure. to help you out. <laughs> I know. It's, what do you mean a marker? Like, <laughs> there's actual. professional markers that... <laughs> You know, I, oh, I do know about this. Yeah, yeah. My dad know. used. To, my dad was big in art, and uh, he has uh, like his stuff is now very old. But he's like, these are like the nicest markers on the market. Yeah, like, when they came yeah. out, and I was like, what? You and you feel it. You put that thing down on like paper and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, this is not like one of those centi markers that I used to have in kindergarten. You're like, <laughs> no, no. They feel, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And it's a professional, you know, industry, so you want to use the best. And if you're surrounding yourself by artists that are have been doing it for more than 30 years, you know, sure. it's pretty cool to see where they are and how they do things. And I'm, I'm a good learner. Like, I, I do learn quick, and I'm very observant and stuff, you know, so I take note. And, um, yeah, so I appreciated everyone that I got a chance to speak to that day. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you'll see – artists that kind of are not they're too busy so you don't want to bother them you know sure. kind of thing so i wish there was a way to there'll be another event so i'll be able to reconnect with them they're planning to do uh, the same event again in april they were at the expo but they're too busy to talk to you or? well more so like they'll be with a client or mm -hmm. they're actually drawing so or i'll be it was it was like a steady flow of people i mean it wasn't like comic-con you know overwhelming it was a perfect amount and they call that the flow it's like mm -hmm. it's a perfect amount of people where it's not overwhelming to you and you're not bored you know there's mm -hmm. no lull like and it just flowed perfectly and a lot of the artists like to be in a smaller venue like that because that's when you get to interact with client uh, um, fans and sure. have a minute conversation instead of like next, next. You know, it's sure. it's not good for an artist. They want to talk to you. They want to know what you like. It gives us insight on what you see in the character too, or what makes you feel good. Sure. And that's a lot of things in my art. I try to incorporate because I'm next to people that are killing it in the industry. Sure. You know, I just want to do this as a hobby because I enjoy it. But some people actually see me doing it more 
on you know a higher level, which I'm grateful for. But I also want to make sure that I'm doing what people enjoy seeing. So I try to use my art as like I try to invoke some sort of nostalgic sure. um, component, so that people see it and they're like, "Oh man, I remember that movie. I, that was like the best movie I ever saw. Or that's mm. the best comic book I ever saw." Um, you know, it just invokes that feeling of, uh, you know, I was a kid when or whenever. Um, and I did get that a lot at this show. There was one piece that I thought of two days before the event. I went to Genesis Comic Book um, and Gaming in, what was that, Ronkonkoma? Um, very friendly with Bill and his wife, Jen. And they're, they're so amazing to me. They I know Jen through Serini mm-hmm. um, because she is one of our clients, she works for one of our clients as like a director there. Sure. And, you know, I showed her some of my artwork one day because her husband owns a comic book store and she was like, Lula, oh my God, you're amazing. I go, yeah, I'm such a waste of talent, right? I don't do anything with this. And she started, she looked at me, she's like, you're crazy. So I showed her, I showed her my Wolverine because um, that's all I really had. That was like my biggest piece back then that was from my past. And she lost it and I helped her with some marketing work and sure. to help her out and stuff like that. And she thanked me by creating this basket full of professional markers, a professional pad, professional pencils, and inside the basket, every little piece of that stuff that you fill a basket to make it sure. lift up a little was comic book shreddings. So they were actually like it was so detailed. Like I wanted to cry. I'll never she made forget it for that. You? Yeah. To thank me for helping her with her marketing. Holy Jesus. Yeah. This she basket went, was I lost. No one's ever done anything like that. You should post that on Instagram. I know. I am. I'm going to. It all started from that. I wish I I I set up the GoPro. I was going to set up the GoPro today in video. And then I was like, Lula's already not comfortable (laughs) being on the mic. I'm not going to. Next time. Next time. Yeah. I was like, all right. So when you come back, you're definitely getting the GoPro. Because this is like gold. Like, God, I'm an idiot. I should have just hit it somewhere. That was last year. That's when I get my iPad Pro. And that's when I started like really drawing now because I'm like, what app do you use in there, by the way? Uh, Procreate. Okay. I'm a big fan of Procreate. It's a $10 app, and it is so powerful, so user-friendly. They're constantly giving updates to it. It's definitely giving um, you know, Adobe a run for their money. Really? So, yeah. yeah Does it's Adobe expensive. have a drawing software as well? Yeah, yeah Adobe is like you know, Photos- Photoshop, Illustrator, all those you know, InDesign, all those big programs and stuff like that that are expensive, and you need a lot of CPU for, um, you know, you could just do the same, not the same, but really, really close, you know, mm-hmm. to through Procreate. And you learn a lot of with the coloring tools and layering. I, I plan on doing my own tutorial on how I got from A to B. Sure. Because I know artists that are just traditional pen, marker, ink that want to learn. Sure. And I can probably make them jump you know, from A to B very quickly. Yeah, especially because you just went through it. Just, you yeah, you it's fresh. You haven't got it yet. And I do know how to teach somebody. I have that patience and I enjoy it. So why sure. it's a win-win, you know. Um, so, yeah, she, she got me those markers and stuff like that. I started to connect with her comic book store. And um, they actually asked me to be at one of their, like, events where I get to sit there and put my artwork and, you know, do my um, drawings. And that was after Indian Con. Um, so I was there. And then after that, it was just constant drawing. And my husband has just been seeing my face in the iPad and drawing every night, every night, and, you know, for Suffolk County Comic Book Art, uh, Art and Expo. So 
Um, so here we are today. It's a few days after, um, you know, and I'm still getting, you know, people that. What are you looking at? You guys are both looking at the iPad. Well, it's, well it keeps curious. going dark. I didn't know uh, if she needed it. No, no, no. I didn't hear uh, so I'm, like, I'm like, all right, they are so looking at something that I, I need to see. Nah. Uh, can I look at these? Am I allowed yeah, to use Yeah, yeah. So this piece right here, the first one, here? is what I created uh, a couple of nights before. And you made this on the iPad? Yeah, that's all on the iPad. Jesus, that's impressive. And that was created, the concept was created at Genesis comic book store mm -hmm. because I was talking to Bill and I said, I really need something that's going to be like, wow, you know, something powerful on my table. I have really nice stuff. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to put my stuff down, but you want like that one thing that's going to be like, oh my God, that's how'd you think of that? Yeah. You know, that's going to jump just in case, you know? And I looked at the killing joke, which is a famous iconic uh, comic book from you know back in the 80s and it's the main origin story for the joker um and i actually recently read it for I'm the first time yeah these. take a look i recently read it for the first time and i'm always a big fan of the heath ledger joker mm -hmm. so i made a combination of heath the ledger. two yeah, yeah. r.i.p i made a combination i infused the both of them together and which was very hard to do with no sleep <laughs> <laughs> yes, being sleep deprived and ready, getting ready for a show. Yeah, this it, thing looks awesome. It was pretty intense yeah. to do that. Oh, um, I see the, the initials. Thanks. I like, that. I like that. That was a good spot for it. And um, that was my biggest seller. I sold out on that. This. Yeah, because every generation you'll have young kids. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's the killing joke. Or you know, older. Uh, sure. adults looking at it and they're like oh that's the killing joke oh and then they realize it's Heath Ledger they're like I have to have it I have every Joker you know collection wow. of art piece of art for my collection sure I gotta so, get a giant frame and put all these in here yeah definitely um yeah so that was that was a lot of fun to create that piece you're looking at is the um I don't know if you've ever you, you know Spawn Spawn has a a, a character called the Redeemer mm -hmm. So that actually was, that whole piece was about 25 hours altogether. So you're looking at 25 Jesus. hours. You could see the detail work in the feathers. Oh, uh, yeah. The purple guy is the max. Hours. The purple guy is the max. And I love the max because that came out in the 90s. And he used to have an animated series on MTV. Sure. Um, so I wanted to start drawing him because now I have my iPad and I could color it. And, you know, I could actually do it myself. And I started to do that. I never realized that like three weeks after I drew him, he came back. This is something 20 years later, came back with a crossover with Batman. So now everyone's going crazy for Batman and the Max, which is like a big deal. Batman and the Max. Yeah, I, it's I like, yeah, you can definitely Google it. I met one of the variant cover artists at this show. His name is Crease, C-R-E-E-S. So it's three E's, I believe. Um, and he's, He's awesome. He helped me, and we actually traded some art. You know, he gave me the um, the venom and the carnage that's on my Instagram feed. Mm. So we traded some art. And Crease art. Yeah, if you're listening. Crease art. He's amazing. Pay for Wix. God damn it. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> really? It says Wix right across the top. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Other than that, it looks great. If you go to uh, Suffolk County Comic Book Expo, you'll see all the artists there, and you can definitely check them out. He's got a whole. The um the oh, social wow. media icons. Oh this is pretty icons. cool. The uh the Mac Batman. The new the one. Yeah. yeah. The style's a little different. It's it's like very soft. Um, but that's the new comic book that's out, and it's funny. It's like everything is just aligning. 
Sure. You know, and, and to do to hashtag the max, you start to see that building up, um, which is a big deal in Instagram to see how many hashtags that's getting the following on that and stuff like that. Um, so I combined two very obscure characters and I tried to make it very much like uh, almost like you could see the point where they're almost touching, yeah. they're, 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 you know. So what is that? The creation of Adam? Yes. I was like, I, I, I knew what you were trying to get at. And I'm like, I can't remember. With the remember. negative space. So yep. I tried to incorporate that. And that was a lot of fun. Um, Did you see the new meme that they made? Which I think is awful. It's the creation of Adam and both their hands like that. And somebody put a dog underneath like they're both petting the dog. That's adorable. And I'm like, <laughs> for I've real? That, I've seen the creation of Google Adam it. in person. This, the most um, iconic piece of art one. possibly ever made with a head, except yeah. for maybe a handful. And you guys put a, a dog yeah. on it. And I was the like, most. you know what? At this point, the internet can do whatever it wants. The internet it wins. Really, and it does. Yeah. Constantly. Iconic. Um, so another cool thing about my art is that I could also put it on a tote bag. I don't know if Stacey has oh, her tote I bag. Didn't, I didn't even bring it in. Yeah, I could put it on tote bags or mouse this. pads. And the quality comes out pretty awesome. That's an original piece. I have this on a tote bag. Oh, on a tote bag? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. It, it's beautiful. Everyone goes crazy for it. And it's also like, you know, it's good marketing. Like, oh, where'd you get that? Because yeah. you can't buy that in stores. You have to actually no, go to my... No, absolutely. You got to go to my website. And it's like, oh, my friend made this. Do you oh, have a website? Yeah, lovebylula.com. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of It needs to be updated, so don't judge. I know you're quick to judge websites. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You've uh, done it twice since we've been sitting here. <laughs> Whatever. It needs to be <laughs> what updated. I do. Whatever. Um, I'll help you with it if you need. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> it's just updating like photos and new stuff. You know, I have a lot of new art that I want to try to get back on to. Oh, I like the pillow. Thanks. Is that in your house? No. Oh. <laughs> no, it's mock-ups. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Just I could saying. put I could put any piece of art on a pillow like that. Yeah. Which is something you don't really see. No, not at all. This on a tote bag, huge. Yeah. It's cool. It's so You're cool. a chick. I should go get if it. If I was a chick, crazy. Yeah. I would buy this. Yeah. As a dude, I don't think I can get away with it. <laughs> and mainly because I carry like around that. like four things. I just chapstick, wallet, Hi. phone, keys. What about, yeah. a, what about a computer case? I could do those. Those, pretty, those are pretty good. Yeah. Like the That's laptop so cool. case. I get a lot of compliments on it. Mm -hmm. I, I try to it. take it everywhere I go. Yeah, she's awesome. She's my biggest fan. <laughs> it's good. I have, I have, I so I haven't signed on to the brutally honest podcast Instagram in like a while because I'm managing so many and that sounds terrible. Because um, I need to post more on it, but I never video people because so many people I'm realizing so uncomfortable in video, especially for their first podcast. Once they've come back for the second yeah. time, they don't care. How and good? How good quality is the video? Is it like 4K? Oh. No, it's just, it's just, <laughs> oh no, it's, oh the video that I'm gonna take. It's 4K, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it can be. I mean, 1080 is more than enough. But, like, I would just take little videos on my phone. So, like, while you're ranting, I would just I would yeah. take it. And uh, I haven't hopped on there in a while. And I was, like, inundated with, like, dozens of comments of, like, people just, like, thank you so much for, like, I, it was, like, their way of reaching out to me. But, like, thank you so much for, like, keeping me occupied on, like, my car ride. Or, like, oh, my God, you're yeah. hysterical. Like, I appreciate that. And I was, like... Wow, that means so much. It does. It really does. Your efforts yeah. is not wasted. Yeah, you know, like, like I would do this if nobody listened. Honestly, it's well, crazy. Yeah, well, I think that's that is something that like when you're passionate about something and you like really Comes care. Through. Yeah, that that's how it should be. That's yeah. how your passion should be. You should do it because you love it and 
whether you're getting paid to do it or you know whatever if no one listens or no one ever looks at my art you know it's therapeutic for you or whatever it is and that's what love by lula really is about is to you know obviously just for me to share the love of my art or whatever i'm passionate about with whoever's out there that cares you know Mm. if you love it you know or if you want something specifically if you if you like you know, a character that you love, let me know what it is. I'd be happy to draw it, you know, and, and create something. Sure. And it will come out sick. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see, like, how this, like, how that software works. I'm, I'm definitely going to have to yeah. look at some things. Um, I can show you a quick video of the creation of, I don't know, take one of those pieces. Are you interested in anything specific that I could show you? Oh, you take videos of all of it? it, it or is there it it a time-lapse video? So I'm going to have a whole YouTube channel. Oh with my all my goodness. time because I saw a couple time lapses. Oh man, they're on so your, cool on your Instagram, and I was like, "Holy Jesus!" And then I was wondering, I'm like, "How the hell does she do that?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, part of the software. Mm, cheating? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no, because I'm like, because then I then I followed you, and then I started, you know, perusing the the interwebs for other people that are doing similar things, and I'm like, a lot of this, a lot of people are doing these time lapses. I'm like, how yeah. do they do these time lapses? It's like watching uh, Bob Ross. You know, <laughs> it, it just legends never die. It just helps them relax. Dinosaurs. When you see something. It's been 65 million years. I still think about them every day. <laughs> really? That was me and my posted the other day. It was absolutely hysterical. <laughs> the only thing I think about every day is what I'm eating next. Um, yeah. But I'll the sh- I'll show you one of my uh, other biggest seller sure. is the Batman and Catwoman. Every, that was a Batman challenge that I did. There's a Batman challenge. Yeah. So I, I met an artist. Oh, is this it right here? Yeah. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah, look what you get. That's You're giving our, me all of these? Yeah, that's actually oh going to be in England. Somebody from England contacted me, and they have to have that. So I actually I have, have to, to put, put you, that in the mail. So I have it's going to be in international. with a buddy of mine. Have you ever heard of Art of Andres? No. Oh, so he's been on my podcast before. He's actually a TED speaker. Um, nice. Pretty wild, yeah. yeah. And he does this thing called gem dropping, which is super, super interesting. So he will, he takes, uh, he makes stencils. And actually, uh, this is great. I'm glad I have his art here. So you see that vinyl record up there? Yeah. So he makes a stencil and he buys all of these old vinyls that nobody's going to listen to or that he doesn't find interesting. And buys boxes and boxes where people give them to him because, you know, older people have, that's what they had. So they right. just give him boxes and boxes of these vinyls. Like, hey, you know, these are the vinyls that we listen to, whatever. These are some hits, some are not hits. And whatever he doesn't like, he puts into a box. And now he makes these, um, he, he makes these vinyls, spray paints them, and then writes, signs it on the back, and then puts his at, um, his handle. Mm-hmm. So whatever, you know, his is yeah. Art of Andres. And he drops them all over. So now he's built this Instagram account on dropping um vinyl right? vinyl art all over the world wow so wherever he is or wherever he's going he will drop it that's so me. cool and he's literally built this entire instagram account and he's like i just more art needs to be spread throughout the world and the fact that and before he did vinyls he talks and on the show he talks about like oh you know i did doors i did whatever i could get my hands on that was free just to put art on it and and, and so drop cool. it somewhere and now he's got like these gem chaser gem chasers um, that you know he'll take a photo of where it is, and then it's up to you or whoever gets it and finds it first, and then usually you post it and say, hey, you know, I found it, you know, here, and then whatever you it is. Get to keep it? Oh yeah, oh, that's all sick. yours, all yours. Well, but it's just so sick. cool. That's like, awesome. I'm like, wow, that's like mind blowing. 
for yeah. sure. You know, to just that's and that's his thing and that's awesome. You know, I'm like good for him. Just super super unique. I was trying to get him to do something here, but uh, yeah. it, it just fell through. We just both too busy and whatnot, and I needed to start my company, <laughs> um, which is kind of important. But I'm, I want to see his time lapse now. So here's this the is video. Badass. Stay still. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's what I it would be even cooler if you could see your hands going over. I mean, that's impossible, but No, you have to a lot of artists do that, but they have to have the equipment, which I'm I wanna buy. Um oh, where to, it goes to over? hold the video I got camera. You. But the iPad, I feel like That is wild. Isn't that cool? So I will have this available on my YouTube channel, especially that when is this insane. airs, so you guys could check it out. To see Thank to you. see it in action. Thank you. You're very talented, by the way. Like Thanks. very, uh, you know. Do you want to see my first one, my first digital drawing? Oh, Lord. So you can see, so you can be have, <laughs> so you can understand <laughs> progression. So you know what what, yeah. what we you understand came from? how many times I almost gave up. Sorry, Usually on the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> Usually, that with is the truth. My artwork when I'm close to about to throw it out sure. is usually when it's the going best. to be the best. Really? And I say to myself, calm down, because this means that this is going to be a good one. Yeah. Sure. So, um... That's the one part I'm so jealous of, like, artsy people that do, like, what you do. Because you could do it whenever you want. I, li I can't do a podcast whenever I want. I usually need somebody else there, otherwise it's going to be me ranting all the time. <laughs> be honest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um... Honestly, it's better than anything I can make. That's for damn sure. Um, and you're doing it in a digital space. I f digital to pen and paper is two totally different things. Yeah. Because I don't think people understand how talented you have to be to make something digitally. The shading. Like, like when you physically can touch something, it's so different. Like people that do sculptures and stuff like that, you get to physically touch it. You're cheating, basically, yeah. because you have that real dimension uh, who is that? I know who that is. Uh, is it Storm? No, that's no. Shatara. Wow. Uh, Get out. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Thundercats. But that's a pencil podcast. of her. So you could see. Yeah. You know. and, and then she, like if you needed to do different things, you can use. There's so many other tools you could use. You could use your finger to push something. Yes. You could use different the objects. Blending. You know, mm -hmm. there's so much more. Where in the digital space, they computer programs, yeah, they could probably mimic it close. That's pretty impressive. That's the next one after the other digital that you saw. I said to myself, I need to get some, <laughs> some lessons, oh. you know, and, and after That's hugely different. learning, you know, you could see that I progressed a little bit. So and the, the benefit I think that you have that is going to give you the tremendous leading edge is the fact that you have no training. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a firm believer that as good as training is, training ruins people because it traps your mind. True. Yeah, I feel like um, it gives you rules then. It, it does. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. what, you know, Banksy, great example. Oh and RIP to his last piece of art that just what got shredded. Hell? That dude is a savage. Um, yeah. Like, amen to you, bro. Uh, you just won forever. Forever. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Banksy had a tremendously uh, important piece of art that was framed. And after the auction had gone through the print, the painting went through an, an embedded shredder inside the frame and was completely destroyed which people are pissed about but honestly that probably just raised the value like a hundred times over if you could just take that and mount it with like pieces of tape back inside a frame 
that would probably make it even more valuable because mm-hmm. he yeah. did that. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to shred entirely. There was did a malfu- there was a malfunction. Oh yeah. really? It only shred half. Really? I didn't know that. I thought it shredded the whole thing. I saw this cool artist that actually recreated that, but a small little frame of it that could shred. That could shred, and you could go back and forth with it. Isn't that a, like it's just amazing what you could find on oh Instagram? <laughs> you can find anything on Instagram. I follow a couple badass people on Instagram um, that all do different things, but just what people think about. Like it's it's the fact that you know you don't have training, which gives you the freedom to do like whatever you want. Like people are like, oh, you know, you should like learn how to podcast correctly. Or you know, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? They're like, I don't know, but you should learn. And I'm like, well. If I learn from somebody else, that's great. But if they like teach me like how podcasting is supposed to happen, now I'm kind of trapped. I mm-hmm. can't just figure things out. Mm-hmm. You know, like prime example. So the audio is probably not going to be the greatest in the beginning. So now I have to overcome that problem, which makes you better. But yes. if I just immediately went in and said, if it's not set up perfectly every single time, what are you really learning? Right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you'll probably be a little more uh, proud of what you put out after you know overcoming all of these things and learning along the way i'm also also, i feel like a lot more relatable to people like they Mm. see me as not so high up there that i'm not approachable you know that they could see never lose that it's the most important thing oh yeah absolutely because my art is not up to that level of course but it's definitely somewhere where they can see like oh you know Maybe one day I can learn. Or so I got a question for you. What makes your art different than super high-end art? It's in your not mind. In my mind. Because um, I, I don't think there's any difference. Oh, I, that's very nice of you. Very nice. You also have to do some, I mean, I, mean, I just, I've, I've seen them. I've been next sure. to, I, I was next to a master artist. But um, what makes him a master? Um, Honestly, the study. Uh, you sound like Andrew. Who's Andrew? <laughs> Andrew says to my Her husband, husband. Oh. <laughs> "What's the difference? You're right there." Literally, like <laughs> there is no difference between my podcast. All right, Google and somebody else's. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you a master. Rags R A G S. I was very lucky to meet him and sit next to him. Morales M O R A L E S. He comes right up. His anatomy or his. You could just feel like his soul in his artwork i swear i get that from you though oh see but you guys are great so <laughs> so i like his stuff i'm like i'm flipping through he's a weird looking dude but um <laughs> like you could very t- nice you could tell but i'm like it almost looks too done i think that's what i i'm trying to say is that sometimes when things are like so professional it's like I don't even want to talk to that person. Like they're you know, just like, out of this world kind of stuff. So, so, so I take photos of my drone, as as you know, and and I I what really, kind of drone do you have? I uh, just bought DJI one. Phantom Four. There's a broken one right there that cost me two thousand dollars. Ah. Uh, that's what happens when your friends run them over with cars. So that's the Phantom Four. Uh, I think that's the one. Phantom Andrew Four, got. Phantom Four V two, and then the there's another one in the backpack that's a brand new one that I got after that one. Um, oh, and you're certified. I got to talk to you about that. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we could. We'll talk. Should, is that off air or on air? That's off the record. Okay. Well, Andrew, my husband, he's, when you interview him, he's going to want to talk to you, too. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but, like, people are like, you know, you see these super high-end photographs. I'm sh- I don't know if you're familiar with 500px. It's a website that people can upload. Uh, I don't know if it's art, all art, or just photography. It seems okay. to be just photography, mostly. But, like, these artists that have these, like, super outrageously high-end pictures. And I'm like, 
okay, that's really cool. Like, you you know what you're doing with your camera. You know how to keep long exposures, how to account for darkness and all these different things in right. ISO. And I, I do do a bit so of photography terrible. myself. But I'm like, you are obviously a complete and utter master. But your art is so good that, one, it can never be replicated, which is okay. But, two, it almost takes away from the originality and the nature of the picture. Like, uh, let me just show you a picture so you have an idea because it might be a little hard to grasp. Um, but that's what I think is so important about your art and what you're doing is, you know, do you, could there always be more detail? You can detail the hell out of anything. But it's making, you know, those those pictures to where it's like, it's still fun. It's inviting. It's yeah. interesting. It's cool. Like, I'm like, oh, you know. It's like a rapper. You know, everybody likes the rapper before they get famous most of the time. And then once they get famous, their stuff don't, t- goes totally sideways because the money gets involved and people get involved in this, that, and the other mm-hmm. thing. Like, this dude, Rag Morales, uh, Rags Morales mm-hmm. like, you could tell his stuff is like, wow, it's really impressive. But I'm like, yeah, you might see a soul, but I'm like, I just look, it looks like a really professionally done piece of art that. Well, he's like, also hired, he's hired to draw that, that those characters, of course. right? But I wouldn't pay money for that because it just doesn't, like, spark my interest. Mm. This, I'm like, you could tell somebody dump their love and heart and soul into Aww. making it. Like, that's the difference to me. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah. love by Lula. You, you know, just created like he's getting paid, yeah. <laughs> he's getting paid to do it, and you are doing this for the ch- pure, pure love joy. of what you're doing. It. Pure joy. I love these characters. You know? I love um, this one... This is actually the, the the face that's on my Instagram handle, the profile pic. Mm-hmm. Um, this artist, his name is Michael Turner, and he passed away in 2008. And he was iconic to the comic book industry, and he influenced a lot of artists because he took eyes and women um, and men in the comic book world uh, to a whole different level. Um, it's just you could just tell a pieces of Michael Turner. You know, you could definitely see his style in everything he did. So um, I was a big fan of his before I stopped going, you know, stopped the whole comic book thing. So to have the ability to take my pencil drawings from the past that I always wanted to draw like him and now bring it into digital and edit and play around with the eyes because to try to make it so perfect like his that I could make the eye a little smaller or bigger or tweak it with a digital, you know, um, medium, it's, it's just so... It makes me so happy to be able to do that because as a kid, you always want to draw like that, but you don't have the, the tools to do it. And now we do have it. It's it's amazing. It really sure. is. So, like, this is a great example if it loads here. So, like, that picture is sick. And it's a picture of, like, the sky Perfect. with, like, the trees, which is really cool. And yeah. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But, like... Looks like a poster, it's though. so well... Exactly. It almost takes the realist right. realism out of it. Like... You don't actually see that. Yeah. So now you're breaking down the board, the boundaries of like, so my dad is a graphic designer and stuff oh, like cool. that. So like I had him edit a couple of my pieces that, I, that I'm hopefully going to be selling as a side company. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, that's on that computer. I got to pull that one up. But the, I'm like, dad, it, I appreciate you editing these, but we've broken into the realm of they, now it doesn't look like yours. That. <laughs> like, it's mine. I took the photo. Like, everything that is on that photo is yeah. mine. The positioning, you know, the uh, the exposure, all that kind of stuff is mine. But I'm like, 
but when you can like make the sun bigger than it really is and change the color of the sky a little bit, which is fine. There's there's some minor details, but then you have the underlining and the undertones that are that that now pop in the real color of the grass. And I'm like, well, if the sun's that orange, the grass is like mm-hmm. shouldn't be that green, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And like you look at it originally and you're like, oh my god, it's kind of like this guy's art. You're like, oh my god, that's amazing. And then you're like, wait. But there's something off here. Like, you don't know what it is. But then you look at the real photo and you're like, that's what it really looks like. That's what this really looks like. It's not like, oh, my God, it looks like it's just somebody that paid to do it. It does, It's that, you know, in the moment, that love for it. That's wow. what I think makes the whole difference between it. Thank you. That's my, that's my thoughts. That was Thank a lot. You. What about this guy? What, are you, uh... what is this? I don't know. So that's my interpretation of of a, an amazing artist um, that did the Batman Who Laughs. So there's a multiverse for Batman, this new character uh, called the Batman Who Laughs, and that's where the Joker is actually, I guess, taking over Batman. So it's like an evil Batman, and that's Robin being tortured by him. Um, mm. So that came from a... a a cover done by I believe his name is Francisco Martina and that is when I started to play around with the reds and getting in deeper and sure. you see the lighting you could see highlights that are around the grooves of his sure. his gums yep. I really wanted to try to and I, I was never good at teat um, so I wanted to learn how to do teat and, and all that so I had to use that photo as a reference sure. and you know there's no, I don't think you could see love in that, but there's a lot of sweat and tears. But, but exactly, and that's the, <laughs> and that's the thing though, like, you know, especially a bigger person like Rex, you're never gonna see his older stuff. You'll never ever, and if, and and even if you do so, come across something, you know, that he does, you know, even if it's on the fly, it's still gonna look so that way, like the Marvel way or the comic yeah, way, uh, professional, where, yeah, where you know, what uh, you know, I would definitely consider you a professional comic at this point really there's, oh absolutely no doubt about it but you know you you have that there's so much potential like like this i don't have somebody that's like oh your podcast you have to cover this and you have to cover this and you have to cover this you know you can tell that there's some kind of there's money influence in that because it's not him you know hey you're paid to make these characters look like this and superman has to look like this like where you are putting down whatever you want which makes which makes you win you know, if my podcast, if I had somebody else saying, you, know, you got to do this, you got to talk about this, you know, you're going to have this person on, you got you got to interview this person. Well, it's not an interview, as you are yes. realizing. You know, it takes away from that, that yeah. human aspect of yep, it. Yep, exactly. You know, exactly. where you, you know, I learn every, every time I go through a podcast, you know, you guys are easy, but like there's some Thank people you. that I get on my podcast that they don't talk or like they're unbelievably guarded either guarded or mic fright or they think that i'm trying to go after them and i'm like we're just here to hang out like that's why i have booze Be- for the sole reason of mm-hmm. alcohol is the greatest thing at opening people up yeah. sometimes they get a little carried away but that's fine so you know that aspect of it is every single time i'm doing one of these yes i could use sales tactics and stuff like that to try mm-hmm. to ans- ask those right questions but it kind of separates the realness from like yeah. what I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. So trying to find what people like to talk about is the what yeah. I, my goal. Absolutely, you're great. It's an art to have a conversation with someone. Yes, yeah. it really is. Yes, I a learned long conversation. that. I learned yeah. that it's it's not something you should, you know. And there are a lot of people that stink at it. Yeah, <laughs> I used to. Yeah, yeah. I learned. Well, to the be... cell phone is the the death of real conversation. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's so sad. It's so sad. The cell. I mean, 
it's great that there's so much knowledge and connection everything yeah. you can have right there like mm-hmm. seconds away yeah but like when you unfortunately your phone you know you probably realize it when you're drawing because you're drawing on this electronic device mm-hmm. that it just soaks you in you're like oh my god mm-hmm. you know and what's well, a dark side to it you know yeah. just like with social media there's a dark dark side to it sure you know the light side obviously is that people can help elevate you and you could connect with amazing people or you could just be attacked viciously. or attacked yeah. and your whole career yeah. could just fall apart mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right so it's that perfect balance with anything sure sure um yeah so you, too much of anything is no good no i agree i couldn't agree more but you know that's and that's back to like what what it is you know once you get to that point where it's like okay yeah i'm a professional artist or whatever defines you as a professional you know great but once the money influence you know hey i want you to only draw these people i only want you to draw this and when you're restricted and you put boundaries on that's when all the creativity is gone i think mm-hmm. you know okay great you you're great at drawing superman well that's cool what else can you draw well i can't draw anything i've pretty much only been drawing superman for 10 years now and that's what I tried to steer away from. So you'll see a lot of the Disney princess influences sure. on mine, and then you'll see the dark, scary, sure. Hellraiser style. <laughs> it's um, badass. I like it. You know, I try to just have that open palette for anyone that could, they can see something in my art that you know appeals to them. It's part of you know part of me. I like I enjoy drawing these characters. Like this was a big hit, Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just something that a lot of people love and they they've remembered a character from when they were younger and and for me to take it and put it on a huge canvas you know they they go crazy for it it's something that the flame catches your eye um yeah so i enjoy drawing anything that from the 80s especially um and then i plan on doing a few pieces that i have lined up now that the show is over I'm looking to get more into the Masters of the Universe, so He-Man and all of sure. those characters. That's badass. Thundercats again. Um, I actually have a list because I have everything written down. Do you, did you ever uh, have you ever heard of a uh, a trading card game called Magic: The Gathering? Yes. Oh boy, it's a whole different world. <laughs> what was that reaction? Ex-boyfriend. Oh god. Uh, but the art on those little things are. Sick. So are those the ones that go with the little pieces too that people used to paint? The little, maybe not. Mm-mm. No, this is like cards and dice. Just cards and cards and dice mm-hmm. and different. Ta- I, I first of all, it's one of my favorite games. Really? Oh, mainly card games. You're, oh, absolutely. You're probably one of the guys that speaks, right? The 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 head guy that tells the stories. What do you mean? Isn't that, or maybe I'm no. thinking Dungeons and Dragons, the guy that tells the whole story. No, oh. this is like, it's all no. cards. You like play each other. Yeah, it's oh, all okay. strategies, tactics, strategy. and different things. All right. I yeah. thought it was a whole, um, like, you got to tell a story. But each no, one no. has its own custom piece of art. And it's not like Pokemon, nothing against Pokemon cards or anything like that. But it's like, you know, there's this very cartoonish. Like, these are some, like, stupidly realistic. Yeah. Or, like, very. Like Lord of the Rings looking cool. Stuff. Yes. I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, just the art on these cards. Like, if you're ever, like, interested in seeing, like, some of it, next time you're at Target, they sell them at Target and just look for a Magic yeah, Gathering. I'm sure. And, uh, but just the art that these guys put into it is like, yeah. where do they even possibly get it all? Like, it's just so incredible that each one has its own little piece of art and they come up with hundreds and hundreds of these pieces every year or so probably you know fans that are artists you know who knows i mean i don't know i have no idea submit their artwork right and then they take you yeah i don't know but it's it's just it's very unique cool i'll check it out for sure 
I spent way too much time in card shops with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> so I used to watch. I'm not he like was, a freak like that, but was it was like definitely my thing out, in high school. <laughs> while in the he morning. was like picking yeah. out cards, I would pick out cool dice that I liked, and then I would make him buy me the dice for making me go to that thing. Wow. Mm. And then when we broke up, I left all the dice, so I don't even have any of the cool dice anymore. It's all about the dice. Uh, yeah, but very cool. If you ever, if you're ever looking for like different things, inspiration, yeah, yeah, for sure, I'll check it out. Just uh, that was one thing I was always obsessed with. I was like, yeah, it's a cool game. I'm not that good at it because I'm just not that good at like strategies and tactics and stuff. Definitely would not be a general in the military, but <laughs> I will tell you, very impressive with what they do. Cool. So this, I have to ask about this piece because it's printed on very nice paper. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what is this? Uh, so that's basically he-man's mom the sorceress the mm -hmm. bird lady sure yeah so i have um i'm trying to do a whole line of the canvases now my be... question is why did i choose the dramatic effect no <laughs> why is it so skinny and small the uh the, uh, the lots of white space yeah it was printed out like that i'm sorry um don't be so i'm just the just canvas asking. is pretty cool it's 10 by 26 oh wow yeah that's awesome. So that's just like a sample of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotcha. But on the canvas, it's pretty cool, and, and it's actually hanging in. Yeah, you're crazy talented. Oh. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Thanks. I like her eyes. She does eyes. Yeah, Andrew says that. Yeah, you do too. good yeah. eyes. Good yeah. eyes. Do you mirror the eyes? Do you like, oh, no, you definitely don't, because there's white in here, and there's no white in there. No. God damn. That was the only thing. I can't, I can't draw people. I could draw, like, everything else. Yeah. Not that I'm like the most talented, but if I definitely sat down and tried, I could probably draw a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love drawing. I, just I didn't don't. know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Secret so secret hobby of mine. So when then I, you gotta get time. an iPad. I know. I do. I do. I I have. I do so many things already. Like last night, I'm here till like one o'clock in the morning. That's why I sleep till eleven, ten o'clock. Like people call me in the morning. They're like, uh, "Hey, what's up?" Uh, you know, either business, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like. Uh, you gotta give me like an hour. I just woke up. I need to yeah. roll out of bed. Uh, they're like, why? And I was like, because uh, I was up till one thirty in the morning. That's why you get emails at one thirty in the morning from me. Yeah. And you know, I'm still working on that. Okay. But uh, well, let me set up a, a sketchbook page for you so that you can do a little quick sketch for me. Oh God! Oh God! Nothing like being put on the spot. <laughs> no, no, she lets me doodle on it sometimes too. It's. So you can actually. And I don't that's know. the pen. It's the pen. Now Holy this is Jesus. extra. Oh okay. Because my hand started to get that that indent. It's yes. called the artist bump. <gasps> and it pa that. it's painful after a lot of hours. By the way, know? can we have a moment of silence for script? Huh? <laughs> script. You never. I used to and write. Go and Google Plus. <laughs> Why? What happened to Google oh, Plus? Oh, like they're shutting it down. Really? Down. Thank God, what a waste of technology. Shut down from day one. Um, no, I. I used I could never write my my writing like cursive sucked. writing you mean but cursive oh I was a wizard I could write I could Ugh. I could script faster than I could write and my I mom's still I feel like we should script. do this after because there's gonna be a long pause while I'm trying to draw but yeah uh, I mean I'll just get you set up and whatever you want to doodle while you I'm so I'm so so intrigued. now it's I've fun. I've did this, I've done this to an uh to another artist I've given it to them and they actually went and bought an iPad now so <laughs> oh it's just a matter of when i'm you gonna just have do to it. feel it it'll happen and the next week they're in best it'll buy be, it'll happen it's on like, the credit card you know like <laughs> so i'll give you some behind the scenes of what i'm working on because we're both friends now um i am on the in the process of building an online course which is taking a ungodly amount of time on what 
Uh, I'm actually going to be putting together a course for real estate individuals to um, help them build their own brands. Cool. Yeah, so it'll basically be coaching them through building their own brands and how to effectively sell real estate better. You should teach at LIBOR. What's LIBOR? Long Island Board of Realtors. I probably should do that, actually. They're always looking for workshops and events and just... You gotta get in with each chamber. You know, there's all different sections sure. of Long Island. You gotta get with the chamber heads and meet up with them and talk to them. Just my um, little advice. No, absolutely <laughs> appreciate that. Because th- you could pull in about fifty to a hundred people. Sure. That would be interested. Um. So I'm in the process of doing that. How to build your online brand. How to sell houses more effectively. And how to get like the word out to pe- everybody and stuff like that. Because I've I've realized that there's a pretty hardcore separation of. Um, between people that want to sell real estate and not knowing not so much not knowing how to do it selling a house they can do it's getting in front of the right people that they're having a hard time with and i'm like oh that's interesting i've already talked to hundreds of real estate people and i've seen what's effective and not effective and i've listened to about a thousand episodes of um bigger pockets podcast okay and bigger pockets um and i'm like oh i'm starting to see it now i'm starting to talk to like all these different people and i'm like oh I can teach people how to do all this stuff because I, I come from the technology and the marketing side and this could all work. Absolutely. Um, and you know how to deliver. Yes. So, yes. and help people actually digest it easily. Mm-hmm. That's key. Yes. Um, so that's one thing I'm working on. The next thing I'm working on is I'm toying around the idea of starting another podcast. Not that I have any less hour, any more hours in my day, but a niched down podcast. Okay. So I'm probably going to do it uh, something along the lines of firefighting. I cool. think. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to know how I'm going to do it yet. Yeah, I still got to put all the pieces in play and stuff like that and find my guests because I don't want to just sit there and talk. Right, right. Um, that's going to be another thing. And I want to and I want to get big in the, and I want to start getting into YouTube mm-hmm. and kind of vlogging and stuff like that because I live a pretty outrageously interesting life. Cool. That sounds great. Not to brag. No, but do it. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Jeff Whippins is? No. Oh, he's previous podcast guest and every time i see him i'm like doing something new or interesting and he's like he's like just when you got just when i thought you were a badass you just keep doing more badass <laughs> stuff and it's like oh you know what did you do today oh i shot archery what did you do today i shot shotguns what did you do today i rode the motorcycle what did you do today and it's just constantly like a barrage of new things and he's like how do you have time to do all this i'm like it's not do i have time to do all this when you do something you're interested in or you do something yeah. that you love you make time. Yep. yep. You know, today it was too nice out. I took the motorcycle out, and I'm like, it's it's far. I would. It's a waste of a day if I didn't get out for 20 minutes. Good for you. And, and ride and and be happy and yep. you know. I'm like, work can always happen. It can happen at 12 o'clock at night. It can happen yes. at 7 o'clock in the morning. Whatever it may be. I'm like, so what's the point of you know living and being your own boss and trying to get you know trying to do that if I'm not gonna enjoy my time too? Mm-hmm. Not that I don't enjoy work because I actually happen to really enjoy what I do. But I'm like, that's the whole point of it. Right, right. You know, enjoy it. And then I took it out today and it just felt so good. I was like, oh, Good for you. And the weather's been garbage. Oh, God, it turned off. It was nice today. You just got to press the little round button. Oh, there it goes. Wow. Oh, we're in camera mode. I have, oh, there it goes. All right, we got to do this off air because I'm going to focus too much on this. Okay, okay. But I'm very, is this the program that you use, by the way? Uh, that's one of the programs. It's actually good for sketching. It's called Sketchbook, which is another another sure. free program. I had a sketchbook. <laughs> My brother asked me for it for, for school, and then I never saw it again. <laughs> and I was like, you suck. But uh, that's actually done, that, that program is by Adobe. Um, this is an iPad Pro? Yes. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool, right? It is pretty cool. I've never actually held one of these. I've seen them. And I've heard they're total animals of computers. Great photography for and, and videoing, too. Mm-hmm. It's got a really? lot. Yeah. For, super like, editing? High, or Super high quality. I take a lot of... This is an f- actual photo of, really? my, of my artwork. Yeah. Really? This is a photo. Um, so you can see... The best camera you have is the one that you have on you. Pro tip. Learn that way back in the day. Because people are... Oh, so I'll, I'll explain it. So, so many... I was wanted to go to school for photography for a little bit that's why i do some photography and have the drone and gopros and now and stuff like that but i wanted to go to school and i learned a lot of i learned like 99 percent of what i knew through youtube mm-hmm. use youtube and there's a guy on there called frono's photo and he's huge now but when i followed him he had like a couple thousand people that followed him and through that i just learned and learned and learned and the one thing i always learned was the best camera is the one that you have on you because if you don't have a camera on you you can't take a photo and even t- capturing the moment on an iphone is better than nothing yeah yeah and i'm I, like I oh my god he's like you don't need to carry around a ten thousand dollar five thousand dollar camera every day it's Mm-mm. outrageous you know carry around something small compact that can take a decent photo yep. and capture the moment and the moment is what makes the photo and i was like Duh. <laughs> and now iPhones have sick cameras on them. Like all I- Apple products yeah, yeah. have, you know, now the Google Insane. Google Pixel has, you know, everything has a good ca- camera and people forget to take the really good photos. Mm-hmm. People don't think about taking the photos that like, you know, meeting up with their friends or going out to dinner. It's all about like what they're doing as far as like a, a landmark event, if it's a concert or something like that. And I'm like... There's or this, so much or this to podcast. life. What? <laughs> or this podcast. Yeah, there's so much to life <laughs> otherwise and yeah. people don't capture it. I'm like, why? Why yeah. would you why would you waste those precious moments for nothing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? You're gonna talk about a party, yeah, but how much better would it be to see a photo of everybody at the party? You yeah, know. Absolutely. So having a photo is always better than not having a photo. Absolutely. That's my thoughts. We just crushed an hour and forty five minutes. All right, we're we getting... Did? Wow. That went by so fast. So fast. Always. This is how most of them go. Wow. Most. Some of them when I'm pulling It's teeth. that flow. Oh, it's bringing it back to the beginning, I found out that Parth's name means the archer who never misses his target. Wow. How God insane. Damn! Which is oh. like literally Parth, my boyfriend, to a T. Oh, my God. Every... Everything that he goes after, and he's determined to get it. This he is gets gotta, it. This is. We need to make a tattoo of this or something. <laughs> yeah, the archer that never misses. God, Jesus. Comic book uh, character. You got copyrighted you gotta, you gotta right here. This, you gotta make this character, and he better be good looking. And I want to mount this thing, this size, this poster on my wall, and just Parth, P A R T H. P A R T H. Yeah. That's it. And just boom, right there. That's it. Gold. That could be a new comic book character. They're going to make a new Marvel series over it. That's it. We just struck gold with that. It's over. What a name. Oh, my God. Wow. Look at the... I would put that on my damn business card. (laughs) Imagine. Hey, what's what's your name? signature. My name's Parth. You know what it means? No. The archer that never misses. Little wink and walk away. Like, God, Jesus Christ. 
That dude is winning. Yeah, how could you not hire yeah, that? Winning. That dude is a hundred steps ahead of everybody else. Always. For a name like that. I'm gonna name my kid Parth, I think. <laughs> oh I don't even have kids and I don't know if I want kids, but if I do, his name is gonna be Parth. Just adopt a kid and change his name. I already I know what I want to name one of my kids Leo and I want to name now Parth. Parth is the name. I better have two boys, I'm gonna be pissed if I don't. A name like that. Oh my goodness. Over. <laughs> Sold. Sold. I'm so infatuated with that. It's kind of weird. I'm okay with it. God. <laughs> Kid is winning. Yeah, for sure. He's doing good. He's doing good. He's a great guy. He really Parth is. Parth and Co. The archers that never miss. <laughs> <laughs> Always hitting your goals. Anything. Just Anything. Just Legolos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just standing up there. Bow and arrow. Hands on the hips. Green. <laughs> Oh god. Any other last closing out comments, concerns, questions? Should we cover do we cover all the art, most of the art? Most of the art, yeah. Yeah. A- any last piece of art we should talk about beforehand? I'm gonna post all this on my Instagram for anyone that is listening. Um one last thing. I was actually my art was selected on um to be on the cover of Existence Plus, which is an awareness magazine. It's um awareness pretty cool. Um just everything that's going on in the art community. Okay. Um What's really cool about it is that I, I, it's going to be printed. This is just uh, – I just printed it out for you so you can take a look at it, maybe mm-hmm. take a picture of the cover. Um, my friend, Popo, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's a famous – a world-famous tattoo artist. Um, he's at World Famous Tattoo and Ink in – what is that, Bayshore? Mm-hmm. He was actually in the magazine as well, so it's kind of cool to be in the same magazine with my friend who is a uh, – world famous tattoo artists who can do amazing work amazing. that's another thing that oh my god i don't want to drag this on too long but another thing i'm realizing is when you do something and you do it well which i think i happen to do a podcast well is the amount of access that you have to people is incredible mm-hmm. like when you're not a fan anymore you're kind of like a you're like behind the table you're behind the scenes now. yeah like you're kind of in the same realm now it's and weird yo very strange very like i've had people literally say there's no way you're going to get that person on the podcast or you you know they're not going to make time for you sorry and yeah. immediately they're like oh sure i'm like like me, like me. yeah 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 <laughs> by the way the the, 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 the struggle <laughs> of getting lula here on the podcast oh my goodness okay let's do it oh my god i don't have enough time i'm so nervous oh my god oh my god my oh my stomach. god I can't. I can't do this. I can't, can't do, do my this. phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then this one tries to dodge the bullet. Can we do this over the phone? No, no way. This is so much better. Oh, because yeah. you lose that. And people are like, why don't you do the podcast over the phone? I'm like, you lose that human interaction yeah, yeah, with people. Yeah. You know, we can't just pull apart art and start looking at things. Like, that's the that's the thing. Yeah, and feed off each other. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Third person's always good too. And the excitement over Venom when you brought him up, I don't think you could get that reaction. You can't, no, because there's that delay. There's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, you know, even if it's in video, there's that delay. Like, you can have conversations, but they're never going to be as an emotionally charged as right. in person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you get to see the person who's going to talk, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The interactions that cell phones are destroying. Yes. Yeah. Amen. It's true. All right, so how do people find out about you? Uh... Mainly, the best way is to contact me on Instagram. So, at lovebylula, all one word, 
no spacing or anything or underscores and then if you know just give me a direct message if you're looking for something specific I'd love to draw it and you know I like to challenge I like to also you know if you know of anyone that's in need of um, I'm actually doing some work for another artist that is looking for a pinup you know a pinup piece of art for his graphic novel of his comic book character and I'm donating that because it's pretty cool to just be a part of something big like that mm -hmm. um, it's also going the proceeds are gonna go to um, some relief for Puerto Rico so mm -hmm. it's pretty nice to get involved with that uh, I'm also I want to get more involved with nonprofits because I come from such a strong sure. nonprofit background I was able to connect with a big cosplayer. His name is Jason, and he actually has his own nonprofit. Do you called have a list of shoutouts? Yeah, you can give the all list Thank of shoutouts. Thank you. Thank you, because so they're really important. You know. No, absolutely. I think people they're extremely important. People that support me, and sure. I'm so small, and they're like <laughs> huge. Absolutely. You better now. You better send this damn podcast to them. I will. And if anybody gets mad about my comments. You can come on the podcast and we'll have a heated debate. Cause that's... Or a better understanding and a conversation. Yeah. Right? I don't hate on – I yeah. honestly – every artist out there, no matter how good or bad <laughs> they are, it's – there's no perfect pe – you know, yeah. that's – and that's the other thing I love about it too. There's nothing that's perfect. You know, okay, great. You can have the best audio. You can have the best this, 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 right. this. But there's never going to be all the stars aligned and it's going to be like, this is the best movie that's ever been made. Well, mm -hmm. Why? Right, right. You know, why can't Venom be the best movie that's ever made? You know, there's it's just it's art. It's constantly being created and people are going to have an appreciation for some and not everything. I like I think Avatar is one of the best <sighs> movies ever made. But there are James people Cameron that dis is a disagree. Animal. You know, there are yeah. people that actually disagree mm -hmm. on that. So uh, it's to each his own. It, I feel like art is a reflection of what you see or what mm -hmm. what's inside of you. Um, it's also very healing. So mm -hmm. um, I, I really... I'm so happy at this point in my life that I'm able to create things that are an expression of what's in my heart and then people also share that. So do you wish you cool. did it earlier or do you think you're okay with where you're at now? I think I'm okay. I think maybe the person I was before I did yoga wouldn't have the um, the strength or the perseverance, you know, sure. to get over these, you know, the journey was really hard to sure. go from, to go into digital. Sure. Without somebody telling you, no, you're doing it wrong. No, use this. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> some like a go-to, no, like a absolutely. mentor. Yeah. You know, I didn't have that. So, um, and if I could do it, I think anyone can. It's just dedication. It's just sure. if you want something, you're gonna get it. And absolutely. you just have to also have a great support system like Andrew, someone that is like, truly, you're almost you're there. Mm -hmm. You know, keep up. You know, almost, girl, you, you're there. You were <laughs> no, there. No, no like we're, oh. we're in the, during the process. During yes, the process, sure. or maybe like, oh yeah, his eye, maybe just a little bit more here. You know, like he's he's great. He's got a good eye. He's very detailed. So. Um, but yeah, so back to Jason. Jason is a huge cosplayer. He dresses up like Batman. He's got like these amazing What's his name? outfits. Um, you probably can find him best on Instagram. So JG Cosplay, C O S P L A Y. Um, he's got such a beautiful daughter. He goes to the events and he brings his daughter. So he's Batman and she's Robin or another character. Oh my, oh my God. God. So he has a nonprofit called Capes and Cows. And. It's basically where cosplayers can get together and go to like hospitals for children that are sick and that kind of stuff. Oh my god, it's so amazing what he does. Is he really this ripped? It's uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he does like a lot of pre-show stuff, so pe I think people actually asked him, you know, like 
what are you doing? Like, is it all the suit or it's not? And he like, you know, he actually like, you know, showed people that, you know, he does work out. Um, but uh, the suit is like amazing. And the photography, he's, he's doing all his own editing and he'll do like a lot of animations as well. So he's got a lot of, you know, decent followers and he did that pretty quickly. He's brand new. He's like only six months into this, you know, and he's, he's already like it. extreme. Yeah. He's killing it. So um, he's been awesome. Who makes his costumes? He does? I don't know, actually. I think he, he does a lot of his... He does make a lot of the pieces, like the Batman's belt. I've seen him make that. He's got this really cool thing, too, where he actually has to put, like, special lady padding to help with the sweat inside of the... <laughs> Yeah. Side of the 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 cow they call it, you know, and he's like, yeah, isn't that genius? I should actually, you know, <laughs> brand. That. So I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, he's pretty. He's cool people. Um, and then, so who else? Um, I was actually mentioned. I was appreciated. Uh, they do like an artist appreciation on Rage Works, which is a, a podcast where they do like tons of podcasts and all you know all cool stuff. Um, they have like a, a variant issue episodes where they talk about all comic book stuff, you know, whether it's in the comic book, um, you know, movie universe or just in the whole community. And they talk about all the stuff that's going on. They give everyone updates, which was great for me to understand because I've been so out of it. So I started listening to it. Sure. And I caught up on what's going on, you know, what's hot right now. And that's how I started getting into like Michael Keaton because they spoke about Michael Keaton and stuff like that. Um, and they did a big shout out to me, uh, um, Jimbo Slice and um, Rich, his partner, which was really awesome of them. And they said that, you know, they'd love to see where I continue to grow in, in my journey. Um, so they've been a big influence and stuff like that. So big shout out to them. Definitely listen to them. I think they do it every two weeks, their show. Mm. Um, uh, every Oh, Jimbo one. Slice is your art in, the, in his Instagram. Yeah, he just shared his, uh, my... Um, my Heath yep. Ledger and Joker. Yeah, so. Damn. That's awesome. I'm actually giving out a free copy, a free print of it, a black and white version. That's going to look sick mm -hmm. because you're just going to see the red from Heath Ledger's mouth. Mm. And everything else is going to be black and white. I'm giving out a free copy to, to uh, a random follower once I hit 500. Nice. Yeah, to give a little incentive. That's awesome. I want to do it like every 500. I give out free art or whatever sure. or canvas. Maybe a 1,000, I'll give a free canvas, you know. Sure. No, absolutely. That's at Love by Lula yeah. on Instagram, uh, folks. Thank you. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> That's what it's there for. So, and then definitely Phil from Suffolk um, Comic Art and Expo. He's been just amazing and so supportive, and I really appreciate everything he's done for me. That's awesome. Yes. Any others? Uh, just my husband as always. Just my Andrew killing it. Killing it. My uh, just Andrew and Parth. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> They're such a cool team. They should be. They should have definitely some airtime with you. I think they would love it. <laughs> I'm in. Make it I happen. Can only I'm in. Imagine what would come out. Oh, of oh that god. Podcast. Definitely. We'd be getting dressed up leaving here. We'd be superheroes or something. Oh my god. Like yeah. We'd be super husbands. Although I'm not a husband. <laughs> it's okay. Actually, my husband Andy, not, yet. Not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Parth, you're on the spotlight oh now. Oh my god. god. We'll, we'll circle back in six months and see what happens. <laughs> Update. Continuation. Oh uh, Instagrams. Anything else uh, that you want to share? I think that's it. Uh, uh, any other Instagrams that I'd yeah. like to share? Whatever you want to share. Um, this is your moment to shine. You can tell people about whatever you want. 
all right, just a couple of people that I was actually able to speak to at um, the past show is definitely Rags Morales. Um, he's just a big, huge um, inspiration to me. Uh, I got to actually sit next to him. I think his name his um, he's at Ash rash hashtags i think it's called but if you just google if, if you, you google just search rag, right yeah up. yeah rags morales um tony ko cordos rags morales is so popular he's got a wikipedia page well he's been around for a long time you gotta understand he like i think he debuted like early like late 80s so uh, so you he's know, got years he's, and years and years and years in yeah the he's, he's just incredible and such a good person too oh my god um so humble and then Crease, Crease Art, we spoke about. Mm -hmm. He was awesome. Um, and then Tony Cordos, he's just an incredible inker. It's on my Instagram. So if you take a look, you'll see the Ninja Turtles that cool. is on my Instagram. He's the one that he did that. And I tr he actually shared me in his, in his story recently. So because I traded uh, my Chitara for his turtle. So that was pretty cool. And I can't wait to put that up on my wall. I really appreciate it. And then Damian Torres, I was able to talk to him a little bit about, um, you know, about art and stuff. And he just actually did a huge presentation, which I, I missed out on. And he actually had like a whole like, you know, academic level of students um, where he was teaching art, which is like amazing wow. to me. Yeah. To, to, and I told him if, any, if anything in the future. Turtles. Oh, it's one of my recent posts. It's like a black and white. Maybe like three or four down. That venom, by the way, did you make that venom? No, that's crease. That's crease. <sighs> that thing is sick. Isn't that sick? Sick, sick. Now nah, that's pro see, that's professional. Like you could see the the, the lines are just so tight. <sighs> but I don't know. <laughs> that thing was so. I sick. don't know how long it took either. I don't know, like. One million hours. It doesn't. It doesn't. If it took him five minutes. Oh, I see like, the turtles. You know, there's a couple. There's a bit of color hours. in the turtles. Yeah, a little bit of color. It's very subtle. Oh my god, he's got. Badass. beautiful work yeah so Badass. these are like my 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 new artists that i i met and i was able to sit down and talk to a little bit um and i look forward to seeing everything that they have going on in the future cool. as well thank you for doing this oh my god this was Anytime great it's it great to get over my fear of yeah. speaking it's in not that, a I, microphone it's not that bad i told you yeah so it's not that bad no you, Stacey, thanks for do you want to you plug night. yourself at all no i don't do anything cool <laughs> do you Wow. Okay. Uh, that's she's, depressing. She's actually an artist. Uh, I'm dying you, to see her could, old stuff. Could, like <laughs> in high school, like I didn't like play sports or anything. I did um, 3D art. Like I did ceramics she's and sure, sculpture. Sure. And, like I, so I can't draw worth it. Hey, whatever. That's you know. cool. But I, I am creative, and I can. That's fine. That kind of That's stuff. all you need. I have one drawing that I'm very proud of from high school, and I, I keep texting my mom to try to find it, and she can't find it. Oh. So. Lula really wants it. to see Mama Stacy. I, I don't think I can remake it, but <laughs> I, when I go home, I'm going home for a week at Christmas, so I'm going to have to dig through and look for that so I can show it to Lula because she was, like, dying to see it. So. All right. Cool. <laughs> artist supporting artists. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to be. Yep. All right, we're two hours later. Thank you. Woo! Killing it. it. <laughs> Killing it. I love it. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Hey, guys. I hope you really enjoyed the show as much as I did. Uh, we got really, really emotional on that show. Not the norm. 
but I'm super happy uh, I did. When I get very heated or I feel very passionate about something, I kind of go on these super, uh, super tangents. Longer than a normal tangent and much more um, emotion-filled, if you couldn't tell, uh, like in the beginning. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it. Because I just have a blast on the shows. Um, each show is so different. I have a bunch, a bunch of new shows lined up that I'm super excited about. Not that that's anything different, but just so many different new perspectives that I'm excited to learn about and stories that people are sharing with me that I have literally never even imagined before. If you're around December 1st, I would love to see you guys at the Grasshopper Comics. I don't know what hours I'm actually going to be there just yet, but Grasshopper Comics, it looks like it's over in Williston Park. It's on December 1st. You'd have to... Google the hours, kind of, not sure, but they raised $15,000 last year. I'd love to see them raise another fifteen grand this year, if not more. It really helps kids with that are terminally ill uh, recover and stuff like that. I do, I so firmly believe in helping kids, especially ones that, you know, kids can't fend for themselves. We have to help them, and if that means taking a little bit of time out of our day or money out of our pocket to donate or to give time to make their life better. To me, that's the mo- one of the most fulfilling things you can absolutely do in this world. I really, guys, I really hope you guys enjoy the show. As always, brutally honest podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Harrison underscore Baron. If you want to follow me, love to connect with you. And guys, I will see you on the next show. Peace. <laughs>